Fuck yeah. Cheers. Hey, do this party. Mm. Mm-hmm. <sighs> That's a good beer. So this is a Kolsch. Fuck, what is it called? It just says... Altstadt. Altstadt from Fredericksburg, Texas. Yeah, baby. So welcome our uh, metal brothers and sisters. I'm Wolfman Dave. And I am Diego. What's up? So today's a very special episode. We will be doing a glam <gasps> metal episode. Um, I sh- felt that. I felt the. Uh, I I smelled the Dude, hairspray on that. Yeah, it's like that that perk in Call of Duty where it's like your heart starts to beat faster when someone's <laughs> looking at you and shit. Yeah, that's what it is right now. So <clears throat> let's start off. What you've been listening to lately? Uh, it's a little weird. Oh uh, well. Weird for some people. I've been listening to a lot of soundtracks lately. Okay. Um, lately, I've been listening to the Interstellar soundtrack. Really? What's... Uh, what, ha- um... Han, Hans Zimmer. Okay. Hans Zimmer is the composer, does Gladiator, mm-hmm. does Inception, does Pirates of the Caribbean. Mm-hmm. Uh, I listen to that a lot. It's, uh, the Interstellar soundtrack, for sure, because it's a little bit more soothing, in a way. Okay. You can listen to that night. Have you heard the latest single by Danny Elfman? No. It's a, it's a fucking wild ride, dude. Is it? It's amazing because I feel like it's a, a little wacky, mm-hmm. a little heavy, for even for him, I think. Yeah. Uh, there's some metal in there, you know, some strangeness, of course. Ah. It's almost like if he worked with Tim Burton <laughs> on music. Okay. But it's heavy, and it's got some... If you guys like Devin Townsend, it, there, it feels like there's some Devin Townsend in there. Like, yeah. wackiness. Uh-huh. So, it's a, it's a cool single. I forgot the name of the song, but it's one of the latest singles that came out. I don't think he had done anything in a really long time, actually. Okay. So... Yeah, I ha- I, Danny Elfman's name. I've, it's been a while since I've heard his name. Yeah, yeah. So, maybe he... I think he might have been MIA for a while. Yeah. And I think this is one of the latest releases he did. But uh, just, it just reminded me because of soundtracks-wise and... Um, composers and stuff like that right yeah yeah so interstellar i'm sorry no no basically that's it and then from there i branch off to like other things a little little bit of anathema a little oh, bit fuck of a yeah. little bit of stuff like that but did you check do you end up checking out their older stuff did you like their older stuff their older like doomy stuff mm-hmm. yeah i really dig their older mm-hmm. doomy stuff but for some reason i've attached myself to their mm-hmm. later stuff it's just more emotionally attaching i, to I think when oh, man the I forgot the name of the album. Um, came out nineteen ninety eight. Is like purple. It, they wrote it because their mom died. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. They have that um, has song. deep. It has yeah, yeah. It has all these cr- great songs. That's wh- that's what hooked me. That album hooked me. Um, I had already liked their doomy stuff, right? But that album was it was game over. I think that's one of those bands that they had a a good style but when they transitioned it just made them like way better and it made sense right yeah um i mean excuse me that album we're here because we're here i think mm-hmm. um the the 
weather systems was incredible. Yeah. Uh, they have they've written so many fucking great albums. For sure. And uh, you know now I um, unfortunately I believe they announced the a what is it called? Um, not a not a well a permanent hiatus I would say. Yeah. That they're not sure if they want to do music anymore together, and they're probably going to explore other avenues. So. I wish them the best, you know, anyways. But, um, you know, Catatonia did the same thing. Yeah. You know, Catatonia kind of started a slow, doomy, sort of, you know, black metal-y sort of, you know, different, what is it, like a different sort of metal that was happening in, in Sweden at that time anyways. Yeah. You know, other people were doing fast stuff and they just went the slower, chiller route, you know Yeah, I mean? they, they went like straight for your soul on that yeah, one. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. They went straight for yeah, that. Yeah, that's the December Souls, man. <laughs> yeah. One of the greatest albums, man. Yeah. So, I mean, it's it's cool that like bands can evolve and, and progress, you know, and I have to say that the only time I didn't like that was with Opeth. It was the I only one. I was about to say the same thing. <laughs> it's like, they should have stuck to their song. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they should have really stuck to it instead of just, like, giving us, like, a shit sandwich one after another. But, like, all of a sudden, it's, like, from out of nowhere. Yeah. You know. So, oh, well, it is. I like their newer stuff, their newest album. It is what it is. So, Anathema, what else? No. Well, what have you been listening to? Uh, You know... Okay, I heard the new ACDC. Guess what? Sounds like ACDC. <laughs> it's good. But, I mean, if if, if you want to listen to more ACDC, songs you never heard, listen to a new one. It's all right, man. It's not bad. Um, I really liked um, the new Fate's Warning album, uh, Long Day, Good Night. I liked this other band called uh, Countless Skies. Um, the album's Glow. It just came out. And White Magician, I really fucking like that album, Dealers of Div- Dealers of Divinity. Um, they're all just weird, sort of. I don't know how to describe them. You'd have to like check them out and listen to them yeah. on your own, um, for sure. Because yeah, they're they're fucking outstanding. Um, and then the newest by Souls Fistar or Souls Fister, Souls Fastir. I don't know how to say their names. <laughs> they're Icelandic for badass. Uh, the Icelandic Cowboys. <laughs> These guys are fucking great. Um, Endless Twilight of Codependent Love. That's quite a mouthful. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. So those are those are some of the things I've been listening to. Obviously, I've been listening to other music, which deals with our main theme today. Of course. A lot of hair metal, which I could already hear people like. Still cringe. But uh, we'll get to that in a moment. And I wanted to tell you a funny story about I finally left, finally left the this post-rock, post-metal group that was on Facebook after, I wasn't even there for a few months, I think. Yeah. <laughs> it was probably a few months or less. <laughs> but uh, my, one of my homies, uh, Pascual, he's the one who invited me to check it out and stuff. And I was like, cool, this is cool. Like, I like it so far or whatever. But man, like, pretty soon it turned into nothing but bunch of pretentious assholes, dude. It's just like, oh. like worshiping Sunno and saying that they're gods and this and that. And I'm like, get the fuck out of here. That it's one of the shittiest bands I've ever fucking heard in my life. Cause it's just fucking droning. Yeah. Droning. It's- 
the, the I mean, you know, the, all that drone stuff. I get it, but to put them on there and be like, "They're the greatest," yeah. I would not put them on that pedestal at all. No, I mean, if you're gonna do that, at least with some substance, listen to Boris from Japan. Yeah, if you're gonna want to do shit like that, do it right, dude. Yeah, do listen to them, man. And just because you name yourself after a fucking amplifier doesn't mean that you're going to be great. You know what I mean? Which, no, nothing against them. Yeah. Themselves as the band is these fools in the post-rock group that I had a problem with. Because every other, you know, like they would post pictures of things and they're like, oh, this is amazing. And people are like, what band is it? What band is it? And they wouldn't even say shit. You know what I mean? So I'm like, hey, you guys don't stop being my money. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> Wait, so they wouldn't tell you what band it was? No. You, they, uh, because people are like, oh, this is the greatest. They're already like, oh, I guess they're already in the know, I guess. Oh, but it's okay. like, well, I don't know who that is. <laughs> Who's that, that? That defeats the purpose of being yeah. a group. It's like yeah. sharing music. You're not in high it, school. Yeah, it, it's about sharing music. You know what I mean? So I finally got fed up with it. And I'm like, these guys are too pretentious for me. And they're in, man, if people thought that there's a lot of elitists in, in the metal world, which there are, these guys were very elitist. So I had enough of that. Decided I actually left today. So whatever. But I, I found a cool metal group. So nice. I'm happy. Um, movie corrections. <laughs> you want to. I'll take this one. Sure. Movie corrections from the previous one we were talking about. For the Halloween episode. Yeah, we were uh, talking about Texas Chainsaw Massacre 2. And uh, we said Anthony Hopkins was the sheriff. And we were incorrect. Yeah. It's Dennis Hopper. Yeah, we fucked up. <laughs> we realized that now. We're like, yeah. we slapped ourselves in the head. We're yeah. like, Dennis Hopper for sure. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that was yeah. Dennis Hopper on that one. Um, Well... What well, what had happened was there was a hop in there, and so we felt like, well, that's it's the same dude, and so now we fucked up, man. We fucked up. Um, I fucked up when I said that the woman is the one who had the pig's head. It was actually the old man in Motel Hell. Okay. Uh, so I fucked up there. My apologies to the uh, horror movie elite. Um, so that was our our. Movie corrections. Um, we, I don't know if I caught any other ones. So if <laughs> we have other ones that we have not rectified, I guess let us know. Please yeah. do not crucify us. <laughs> yeah, no, man. I mean, because we're just casual. We're not like hardcore. Like even yeah. though we enjoy it, yeah, for sure. Like even then, I'm I, dude. Like we like where it's conversational. You know, this isn't yeah. like fucking nerd. Like hardcore fucking. You know, Sheldon from the Big Bang Theory, where it's like <laughs> super anal. We have to like know everything. You know what I mean? And no um, doubt on them either. But you yeah. know, still, we just like yeah. to talk about what we liked, and that's it. Yeah, that's what I was saying. That's what I always said. That if if you're like into the journalist point of view, then I always recommend everybody listen to Radical Research and the Radical Research guys because they come from that world. The you know. Hunter Ginn and, and Jeff Wagner, you know, the, some of the famous... Well, he's certainly a famous journalist and heavy metal metal maniacs and whatnot. And so if you want a journalistic point of view with kind of that sort of... Um, when they talk about albums and music and things like that, they're very exact. They're, they're very good at what they do. For me, I just kind of more casual, just, you know, just fuck around and say stupid things. 
And, you know, but we still talk metal and whatnot. Yeah. Anyways, so I digress. Did you hear Miley Cyrus is doing a Metallica covers album? That's uh, that's <laughs> interesting for me. You know why that's, and it's also kind of weird, is because when you bring that up, I was just watching the Hall of Fame induction ceremony for 2020. Okay. And I was seeing when Nine Inch Nails was being inducted. Okay. Okay. I'm a big Nine Inch Nails fan. Um, and they interviewed her. Obviously, they didn't do the whole ceremony thing. They did it all with videos. They recorded oh, okay. stuff mm-hmm. due to the whole COVID. Right. Uh, and Miley Cyrus was in there, and she was talking about Nine Inch Nails. And me and my brother were sitting there talking, and we are just like, you know, Miley Cyrus has kind of grown on us. <laughs> has kind of grown on us. I know for some people, I'd be like, oh, Miley Cyrus and yeah. stuff like that. Yeah. But just see the way she... She talks about it, mm-hmm. kind of makes you feel like she knows what she's talking about. I know she's poppy and stuff like that, but she's. It feels like she's just not that like a Kardashian that throws on the Slayer shirt mm-hmm. for fashion reasons. Exactly, feels like she's doing it because she wants to do it. Yeah, yeah. I feel like she she has some sort of musical background, uh, considering her dad too. So yeah, I would imagine she might have been in a position to meet a lot of these people and really get to know them, probably. Um, and so, for me, it's surprising because it's like uh, Metallica covers. It's, yeah. it's weird. So, I I really, really hope that if they go into that, they actually go with real guitars, drummer, a real drummer, you know, not a drum machine. And, and, and if you're going to go, go hard, man, because I, I, I would be interested to hear that. I was shocked, so I don't know what to expect. Um, but the next one's a little bit more shocking, and I think I've talked about it with you and Marco. Yeah. Um, that David Hasselhoff was going to make a, either a metal album or is doing a single right now. Okay, okay. That I'm curious to see how it comes out because yeah. I know David Hasselhoff has dabbled a lot in his music and... Yeah. Uh, I really like that song he he brought out for. Uh, have you ever seen Kung Fury? He brought out. Yes. He brought out that good uh, Kung Fury. Um, what's it called? Uh, True Survivor. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, yeah the nice little retro synth super, wave. Super, yeah. Yeah, super and I really dig that song. So I'm yeah. curious to see what he brings out. Yeah, you know he was working with these two guys, and I forgot the name of the band that they were associated with. I don't know if they're doing a full length versus a couple of singles. Uh, but I heard, I liked what I heard. They purposely left out his vocals, but the music's <laughs> pretty heavy. The music's actually very heavy. Um, so, I don't know. I'm kind of, I'm kind of curious, you know. For sure, I'm going to, I don't know. I don't actually don't even know when it's supposed to be due out. Probably by the end of the year. Yeah. But maybe in the January. But, that one I can't wait to hear, but that one's also a weird one. But I mean, he's such he's such a like legendary dude, and he yeah. loved loved in Germany, right around in Europe. Uh, so it kind of makes sense that he does a metal, you know. Yeah, and since he's so like so loved in in Europe and stuff, maybe they'll guide him into how to make like 
sort of metal the way they like it. Yeah. In Europe. Yeah. Cause the way... when, yeah, because if you heard the sample, I, it's already fucking heavy as fuck. Yeah. Well. So it's good, man. It's good. Okay. I just don't know how his vocals are going to sound like. Again, they left it out on purpose. And I'm like, oh, you bastards. I just wanted a little taste. Just a little taste, <laughs> you know? Oh, uh, man. But we'll have to wait. No, we, we didn't uh, purposely did not have a lot of news today or a lot of things to kind of pregame talk about, you know what I mean, for this episode. Simply because we want to get into the nitty-gritty. So, you know, when you hear glam, you know, what do you think about when someone says glam metal? What, what do you think about when someone says hair metal? Well, when I hear glam, hair metal... I automatically think the big hair, mm-hmm. teased up, tight pants. Yeah. Vibrant colors. <laughs> Very vibrant colors. <laughs> vibrant <right>? colors. <laughs> you know, makeup. Makeup on dudes. Makeup. <laughs> Aquanet. That's what Aquanet was made famous mm-hmm. in the 80s. You know, you teased up your hair and then it's just like... Yo, some of these guys had this hair better than some of these females. Yeah, they were giving tips. Uh, they are giving tips to women on how to put on makeup. Um, but, you know, I, I think of all the excesses. You know what I mean? Um, drugs, sex, rock and roll, right? Everywhere. Mm-hmm. You know, you think about um, just the craziness of that time. The, like... They didn't really give a fuck, dude, during that time. Yeah. I mean, a lot of people say, like, um, like bands, like, from the 70s. Like, you hear their stories, like, the Rolling Stones, obviously, mm-hmm. got into, like, a lot of stuff. But I feel like once it hit the 80s and the glam metal scene, like, they just upped it. Yeah, like, they just sure. They just turned it up to 11 on that yeah. one. I think they just went fucking full Yeah, Scarface they were like, yeah. let's party. This yeah. is what we're about. Yeah. And, uh, you know, like we've said stories before, like the Ozzy Osbourne, Molly Cruz thing. Yeah. And this is like over the top stuff. Yeah. This is like over the top. And I feel like they upped the ante on that. Yeah. You know, I, I feel like obviously when you thought of that, there's like what Bowie, New York Dolls. Yeah. Kiss kind of gave a lot of it. The these these guys, the, the boost to 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 go into that and become, I guess, for for a lot of the bands and, and to become the hair metal, metal scene, you know, the, the, the glam scene. Obviously, glams, uh, you hear a lot of, what is it, the gay LA metal scene? Oh, or yeah, whatever. yeah. This is gay. You're going to hear a lot of that. You're going to hear all those, oh, whatever, dude. It's it's all good, man. Um, it's kind of funny because it's like... it. It just works out that way. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's but crazy how it all comes together. It just kind of works like that when people say that, you know? Um, but, yeah, I mean, those are some of the things that influence a lot of people, a lot of those guys to make that style of music. Um, and then even the riffs were different. They were yeah. The way they wrote the those riffs were completely different. They did some sort of... Um, I don't know what it is. It's like a different sort of power power chord or whatever, and it would give you that sort of hair, the that glam metal that fucking feel that yeah. feel that of yeah. being there. Yeah, so it was a little different too, man. So they, you know, the you have uh, Euronymous creating this uh, 
uh, black metal sound because he he completely did a different sort of way of playing black mm-hmm. metal, kind of clinging, you know, doing string by string type things with his chords. Well, you know, these guys did a different sound with their glam, you know, the metal at that time. If you don't want to call it metal, it's all good. It's whatever it is, man. You could call it hard rock hair. I don't know. Yeah, it's all. I mean, it's to me, it's like whatever. I, I don't really care. It's um, I never had a problem with it. You know what I mean? Like, it's like what got you into what? What got you into glam? You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Well, initially, we got what got me into glam, and it's super weird. It's super weird bringing this up. Being as a kid, when you'd stay up sort of late, they they start putting those ads up. Excuse me. Um, I'd be like what eight years old. They'd put those ads where like you could get like compilation albums on the TV. Yeah, I know which ones. And it was like, uh, oh, get these uh, hard rock hits or something or yeah. power ballads. Yeah, I remember you know? those. I remember and those. then you'd you'd be sitting there and you'd watch like little like maybe like five second clips of of a band and you'd hear like I remember yeah. you. And then you're yeah. like, who is that? But you'd yeah. see like a and then it'll say at the bottom like Skid Row, I remember yeah, you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you're like, what? And then you, they'd put like a whole list of like yeah. bands going through the screen. Yeah. They toss you Warrant. They toss you like. Um, uh, a Motley crew, yeah. Uh, they'll toss you Tesla stuff like that, and initially that's how I I got into it. Yeah, that's how I got it. I just those commercials, and then later, of course, I started watching a ton of VH1 and MTV, and I started really seeing like these music videos of these bands that I was seeing right. on those commercials. Yeah, you know, I think it's almost exactly the same thing with me. Um, because it was like MTV was huge when I was like, like I was a kid, you know, I was, I was like born in 83, 83. So I was like probably like five or six watching it. And it was at, already kind of like at the height. It was already going to die out. You know what I mean? But either way, they still had the videos and stuff like that. Yeah. And then when I started buying CDs, I started to buy like glam hits of the 80s or like hits of the 80s rock hits of the 80s and a lot of them were those glam and the hair metal bands yeah so and then i would just uh we would we would like whip them on at parties you know what i mean in the high school and people are like fuck yeah that's a badass song or whatever and it was just like nobody even thought anything of it like oh that's gay or you know this is gay you know what i mean like they never they never ever once fucking said anything or you know what I mean? Or, you know, you suck for listening to that dude. You know what I mean? Because initially, I feel like they made they made party music for for their sort of style of people. They yeah. made their party music. So if you listen to a lot of, like, these glam metal, hair metal songs, they're initially, like, party jams. Like, you're at a party, and then you hear, like, talk dirty to me. Yeah. And, you know? Yeah, yeah. And then the riff kicks in, and then... It's just like you're having a great time yeah. because that's what they were having when they were, when they were writing the music right. and playing the music, they were out partying and having a great time. Yeah, exactly. I think um, I'd like to maybe persuade some people. Please do. And uh, so this is my my little proposal to you guys, who are either on the fence or against glam as a whole. So. 
Turn up the radio. So why glam? <laughs> I said, I mean, it should be, why it should be valid, right? I'm like, well, oftentimes it's a celebration, right? It's a celebration because if you think about some of your grandparents or your parents. They grew up, some, some grew up listening to Chuck Berry. Some grew up listening to Elvis. Some grew up listening to Black Sabbath and Deep Purple, funk, disco, soul, whatever. But there are those parents and those grandparents who grew up listening to 80s hair metal and hair and, and rock. 80s rock. Everything mm-hmm. 80s, 70s and stuff like that. So, it's like, I remember some dude was like, uh, told me, man, you put up that picture of, of the, uh, today, today actually put up a picture of Aquanet, you know. <laughs> and they're like, I yeah. remember growing up and I remember that smell. My mom would get ready, you know, she was going to go out and stuff, whatever, or People would get ready at my house, and that's what you could smell all around the house with that, was that fucking aqua in it. And that shit that's funny because it's like, you know, there's some sort of connective tissue to that where some people, you know, that they celebrate family with that. You know what I mean? This is the least of the reasons why, but I think it's pretty cool because some people are like, especially the ones that are like in their late 40s right now, yeah, 50s, they're really into that, you know? So, I mean, it was the MTV era. Sorry, we just had a stupid car pass by. It was it was the MTV era, the good old days of, of actual music videos. And, and it was nothing but a good time, right? <laughs> nothing but it. Okay. So the, I said the music isn't as bad as what thrashers of that, of that era claimed. Honestly, it wasn't as bad. Okay, so they wore makeup. You know, King Diamond wore makeup. Um, mm-hmm. I remember seeing David Bowie wear makeup and people fucking love his ass still, yeah. no matter what. Um, so they're like, oh, well they look gay. Well, you know, Rob Halford and Judas Priest was gay or is gay. I'm sorry. And a lot of people fucking love Judas Priest and they love Rob Halford and no one give a fuck. Freddie Mercury. Yeah. No one give a fuck. You know? So the hair, the, you know, the hair looks stupid and ridiculous, you know. Well, have you seen Devin Townsend's skullet, you know? <laughs> uh, and it sure, that was that, the hair from the 80s sure as hell fucking beats the stupid ass ball haircuts that people have these days that are popular, right? Okay. So, right. Uh, oh, the music wasn't heavy, man. Well, you know, have you actually heard some of the songs, dude? Have you actually gone besides the fucking hits? Have you heard other songs and checked them out? So you might be surprised. And so what ends up happening is you have this idea of toxic masculinity uh, that really feeds into these ideas, you know what I mean? Especially here in El Paso with our culture in the background here, you know? Uh, and, and, And you know what? Some of the guys, you just need to grow the fuck up, man. You know who you're attracted to. So leave that toxic shit behind. If you're if you're still not sure about that, well, you might figure it out sooner or later. You know, it takes some time, but you know, you're, you're gonna figure it out. You might not even be attracted to people at all, to anything at all. Yeah. But you know, you have time for that. But the whole point is leave that toxic shit behind. You know, I don't I don't think there's any room for that anywhere. You know, oh CC, but you can listen to La Madonna, right? <laughs> you can listen to La Cindy Lupper and Culture Club and Boy George, right? Wham, the Go-Go's. But you know what? You give love a bad name. I'll tell you what. <laughs> so this is what I propose. Have fun, man. 
don't take it so seriously. You know, life is about enjoying our moments, especially now during this stupid-ass pandemic that we have. So I'll say it again for those in the back. Enjoy your music. It's 2020, and it's not your battle anymore, because that's what I've been saying to everybody. You're, you're Some people already in their 40s and 50s and older. Oh, fuck that, because it was like, you know, thrashers versus, you know, these guys, whatever. That's it's not your battle anymore, man. You know? Go with the go fight the people who listen to reggaeton or some shit like that. You know what I mean? So, and and, and you know, don't worry because the music's always gonna be there. You know, you might have a different reaction this time because you're older, and you don't know what you got till it's gone. <laughs> so I look forward to your feedback on this episode. Just don't talk dirty to me. <laughs> Ciao. Aim it to that. Yes, sir. <laughs> We're not worthy. We're not worthy. Cheers to that. <laughs> Cheers to that one right there on that. So let's get this show on the road. All right. <clears throat> our first victim, our first band. And and I think what's important too, it's kind of crazy, man. There were a, there were a shitload of bands who Weren't quite as lucky, but they had a one-hit. So there was a yeah. shitload of one-hit wonders during that time. I yeah, think. which is always good, what we were talking about earlier, with those uh, compilation albums that they used to toss out. Yeah. It's that they would put, like, a ton of, like, those one-hit bands. Mm-hmm. And, you know, like, maybe you weren't going to listen to the full album of theirs. Or maybe it's a band that you didn't even know, because there's a ton of hair metal bands. There's a ton of hair metal bands out oh, yeah. there. Oh, yeah. And uh, they just had maybe just one good song, and that's it. Yeah. And then you never heard from them ever again. Yeah. You know, a lot of these that we're going to talk about kind of fall into, into both categories, where they had a successful career, like more and more albums. Um, certainly Y&T, which is Yesterday and Tomorrow, um, their fifth album specifically, Main Streak, uh, was produced by Chris T. Tangerinese. I don't know how to say his name. Uh, but he did Thin Lizzy, Judas Priest, Anvil, Angra. He did a lot of different bands. Uh, recently passed away too, by the way. That sucks. Dang. Um, but, you know, th- this album from from uh, Yesterday at Y&T, to me, I thought it was great, man, because it was more of the chunkier, heavier side. Yeah. Uh, which I'll demonstrate. We'll check out. Uh, we'll put on this song called Mean Streak. So you could kind of hear a little bit, you know. Yeah. It sounds a little heavier than you heard earlier. Like yeah, you were like, oh I, yeah, I like this already. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. You could basically put it into like a different genre if you wanted to, as people wanted to. It's like okay, it could be even 
hair metal slash like traditional metal. Yeah. Because it's still, uh, it's still kind of like in between, dude. Like it's still in between. So, but what I like about it is the vocals are fucking gritty. They're the the guitar riffs are nice and sharp and heavy. Um, the drums are a little bit faster than other ones, but certainly than other bands. But certainly they're they still have their ballads, and that I think that is one of the key components. Yeah. For glam at that time was to have your ballads. Right? Power ballads. To a- have your power ballads. Uh, and then that was key, because if you didn't have that, apparently you weren't gonna have the women. Yeah. You know? No, you needed to have that power. You ballad. needed to have that, and they helped out the homies too. They helped out all, all the guys. Be like, look, hey girl, I'm gonna sing this song to you tonight. And they're like, oh, you love me so much. Thank you. I know. And, they made. They gave know? us songs to yeah, sing. Yeah. To the girls. Yeah. Or the girls sing to us. You never yeah, know. I'm sure they, that's happened very yeah, many I'm times. Sure. I'm sure they hit those high pitched yeah, exactly pff, like probably that. Probably better. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, that's pretty cool. But uh, my, uh, I think the first pick that I think is great, uh, a good starter, which you just heard, Mean Streak, YMT, uh, that was their fifth album. Yeah. Yeah. No, uh, another one we got here is. Uh, Striper, black and yellow, black and yellow, black, <laughs> right? Yeah. This was this was an oddball because they were <laughs> they're Christian, yeah, uh, Christian hair metal band. So they were more of the keep it clean, good, clean, fun type of thing. Yeah. No doing drugs, you know, like the Sinbad the comedian type thing. Yeah. You know I mean? But it's music. So <laughs> the Striper was a good one. They toss out Bibles at you on the crowd and yeah. stuff like that. Uh, <laughs> Did they make a behind the music on Striper? I don't know, dude. I don't. I can't recall they did. Uh, I want to. I want to say they did. They might have. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not sure though. I'm not sure. But that Striper was one of those bands that I was just like, Striper. Who wants to listen to that? <laughs> but they do have. Uh, what's that one? They have. Um, oh, what's it called? To hell with the devil. To hell with the devil. Yeah, dude. You can't... Okay, first of all, that is one of the fucking greatest choruses of all time. To hell with <laughs> the devil. Like, that's just badass, dude. Yeah. I and, mean, you can't, you can't take that away from him. No, they, dude. They it's great. They it's, great. Great. it's cheesy, but it was great, man. And not only that, I mean, I bet if you're like a hardcore Steelers fan, like, it's like a no-brainer to fucking like Striper too, right? Yeah, I mean... And if you're Christian, there you go. If it's you're like Christian, a triple whammy right there, dude. Yeah, and they would, uh, <laughs> they'd pass out like little Bibles out to their yeah. fans at their concerts yeah. and stuff, like they're, encouraging them. They're a little. That was a little strange. I mean, that's pretty cool. I mean, you didn't really see shit like that back then either, man. 
Uh, one of the I think one of the coolest things that that uh, about them though is you know they're still doing music. Michael Sweet. Yeah. He's still doing stuff, dude. They're heavier now, man. Are they? Yeah. Listen to that album. I think it's called No More Hell to Pay. That <laughs> 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 came out like what? Maybe less than five years ago. Okay. But pretty fucking heavy for for what people would say a Christian metal band, you know. And I know there's uh, there's tons and tons and tons and tons of black metal bands, which they're called white metal or unblack metal. You know, they're called all. There's different names, and um, I think Mortification is another like death metal band who's yeah. like Christian. Uh, so there's not. It's not a, a rare thing. Yeah. But. To have that in your face and being like, you know, I, I don't know how the, you know, how was how the backstage going to look yeah. at those shows? But, but, <laughs> they, but they put themselves in an area where it was filled with sex, drugs, rock and roll, guys yeah. partying, doing all the sinning that you could. And then yeah. they put themselves in the middle of that, yeah. which made themselves stand out because right. they weren't about that. Exactly. I mean, and you know what? I would probably say that they probably did participate, but I don't know for sure. But yeah, uh, we we wouldn't know. They take that to their grave. Yeah, exactly. But I, I thought that was a little good one there. Uh, very interesting for me. Next one is I think <clears throat> not all of these are going to be. Um, I think maybe popular. There are favorites amongst with us, right? Yeah. So this one for sure is one of my favorites. Quiet Riot. Quiet Riot. Saw them back in like a. At Speaking Rock, what was it, like 2001, uh-huh. 2002, something like that? Back when uh, they would have like... Free concerts. Yeah. yeah. It was pretty cool. Um, and it was it was, it was was great. Fucking Frankie Benali, dude, was tearing up that fucking drum kit, you know? Dude, he Frankie was, Benali, man. Yeah, he was a great fucking drummer. And, and he, I mean, he passed away recently, so rest in peace. Um, you know, he, he was, uh, I believe he used to train blindfolded. I'm not sure. Because yeah. the way, when you see him, he has his eyes closed. When he's fucking playing it sometimes. And I'm like, damn, this did probably did train with blindfolded, you know? Um, obviously, you have their hits, right? Come on, feel the noise. It's not even theirs, right? Yeah, bang your head. Um, I think Metal Health is oh. theirs. Mama, Mama, we're all crazy now. And uh, Come on, feel the noise is by Slade. Originally, again, 70s. Uh, and so these guys, there was supposed to be, it was an accident, right? It was a complete accident. Uh, they just made it because it was like a B-side or some shit like that. And then they didn't know it was going to take off. It fucking sure as hell took off, right? Um, but when you listen to, like, is it Condition Critical? I forgot the, the albums. Uh, three. And then all all of those albums had great, 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 great songs if you just kind of looked into them. Yeah. Um, you know, especially uh, one, you know, one song that in particular called Breathless.
that's a fucking super heavy ass song. Uh, has this galloping yeah. stuff going, which is kind of surprising because if you again, if you like Judas Priest, if you like Iron Maiden, yeah, you know, you will dig some of the heavier songs from from uh, what do you call it? From Quiet Riot, you know, and and I mean, I, for some people they didn't know. Randy Rhodes was one of their, I think, one of the original guitarists for them at one point too. I mean, he left, right? Ozzy, yeah, game over, right? Did the whole thing. Um, the other fucking cool song that I want you guys to check out is called "Run for Cover." another fucking outstanding song that i think really shows you just how heavy quiet riot can be besides come on feel the noise and stuff like that but i mean dude kevin dubrow man his vocals were fucking awesome man yeah they were man like you just as soon as he hits that rest in in peace to him rest in peace to him too man um quite right man like they're a standout band i know they didn't get a lot of attention that they should have gotten. Um, I think a lot of it was like a lot of inner turmoil. <laughs> Sorry, I just did a cuervo shot. <laughs> yeah, I think there was a lot of inner turmoil between them and yeah, they didn't last long. Nah. Until they didn't go into the nineties. I don't. Nah, think. they didn't. They didn't last very long. Uh, there's a quote that I always think is funny that Kevin DeBro says he's like. We don't. I don't like cocaine. I just like the way it smells. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> and uh, you know, but the thing about Quiet Right is that okay. So in the eighties, they they hit it with what they had, and they kind of like fizzled out. Mm-hmm. But they still kind of kept going, and they played shows yeah. later. Yeah. I think they even played like a a, a nude. Uh, what what do you call it? Like a nude colony? Oh or? no shit! A yeah, they, colony, yeah, like they played a, a con- nudist colony. A nudist right? colony. They played a concert for like a nudist colony, dude. And it's just like, how weird is that? Yeah. And but they agreed to it and they got paid. Okay, well, the backstage is in the front there, <laughs> yeah. right? It's, yeah. They're already there. So interesting. Um, I don't know. For me, I like I just like them that, uh, you know, I believe. They were doing other things, other um, projects and stuff like that at that time, too. I would have loved to see Kevin Dubrow do a normal, standard, heavy fucking metal band. Yeah. Because his, vo- his vocals just lend themselves to that. And I know he, he did have other projects. I, the names escaped me, but I know that he did have other projects on his own. Uh, so I think that's pretty cool. And <clears throat> they're definitely one of the greats. Uh, 
Um, and again, uh, on one of those sample CDs, right? Yeah. It came out, come on, feel the noise, whatever. And I was like, whoa, that's incredibly fucking recognizable right now to, to this day. Yeah, you know like I mean? anthem-type hits. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And, and I don't want to really talk about that specifically because I feel like that's what a lot of people already know. Yeah. You know, and, yeah, I feel But that. again, I don't want to be obscure either. You know what I mean? So I just kind of want to... You know, there's more to these bands than the hits, and in other words. Yeah. Yeah. All right, so next one we got here is uh, Wasp. Wasp is a really interesting one when it came down to hair metal and glam because Black Lawless himself mm-hmm. um, really put a persona out there, and mm-hmm. they, they put a big persona. Uh, Wasp put out a big persona out there uh, when it came down to... Um, what was it like? They used to hold like chainsaw thing, yeah, or like buzzsaw, yeah, something like that, yeah. And then a wild child, it's yeah. a great song, yeah. Um, I think with them, the the whole well, first of all, white Anglo Saxon Protestant, right? Yeah, first of all, let's yeah, get that that's, out of that's the, way. the that's what it like, is. Like, come on, dude, he's Lawless is like so fucking brilliant in terms of like his writing and. The, the lyrics and stuff like that and you know there is that time right the decline of western civilization part two the, yeah. the metal years i believe chris holmes was you know driving Yo, himself that, that was chris creepy on... some people say whether it was fake or if it wasn't fake it looked pretty real to me because he was actually cracking the fucking vodka bottles yeah they weren't open already so if no one's yeah. seen if no one's seen the decline of western civilization part two it's about the these hair metal bands. Yeah. It's about hair metal bands. So yeah. if anyone wants... Most of them. Because Megadeth's in there too. Oh, oh yeah, that's right. They wrote that song for the decline of Western civilization. Mm-hmm. I would say there's a, there's a good amount of oh, yeah. hair metal bands. Tons. Yeah, tons. So Wasp, for example, with Holmes, he's chilling in a pool. Oh, man, his mom. Can you see? She's like looking at him. She's and sad. she's just sitting there. Mm-hmm. And he's just there getting piss drunk like throwing it in his mouth like yeah like gargling it down and and i'm just like what is going on like it's super wild the thing too is that i don't know if it's fake simply because he's not acting he's not acting you could tell he's not even an actor first of all he's a musician you wouldn't know if the fucker is acting yeah you would know so he's not acting he doesn't and his mom's like so fucking disappointed she's just like but she's probably thinking well this motherfucker's bringing in the the dollar bills i'm yeah, not gonna say bringing too much in the cash you know what i mean so i don't know man but that was a very disturbing very disturbing moment um with chris holmes but you know i really enjoyed the last command blind in texas yep uh we get all peso an, a nod uh-huh. from from blackie you know to all peso all Texas, actually, right? It's all it's all about Texas. Yeah. So, the Golgotha, 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 Golgotha? album came yeah. out a few years ago. That's another fucking great album too. Uh, the uh, Crimson Idol. Okay. Right. They just he had a lot of fucking great songs and album. They had a they have an outstanding career, dude. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Wasp. They have a ton of like good songs. Like yeah. of course, like I said earlier, Wild Child, and then they have mm-hmm. the I Want to Be Somebody. Oh hell yeah! I love that one. Yeah, dude. dude it's catchy. That's, yeah, it's super um, catchy. 
Love Machine. Yeah, and then um, um, Animal. Fuck like a beast. Fuck like a beast. Like right? who, who, just the name in itself. Just <laughs> wants you to listen to which it. Which was on the Filthy Fifteen, <laughs> which we'll talk about in a moment. Uh, PMRC. We'll talk about that in a moment. Yeah, the famous hearings. But um, definitely, I think Wasp is one of those bands that they they were considered glam and hair. Mm-hmm. But I think their music itself. Well, his vocals too. Yeah, his vocals were his vocals. The way he put that high pitch vocals and snarly. They're it's like uh, almost like um, grainy. There's like something in there. It's where it's it doesn't sound like traditional hair metal vocals yeah, either, doesn't. right? Uh, so his vocals certainly have a lot to do with it. The yeah, music, it, the music. Was heavier, I would say. Yeah, it was, it was in a heavier sense, and the way uh, he would portray himself, like wearing wearing all black, blacky lawless, right? You know, and then he like do the whole blood thing in his mouth, yeah, you know, yeah. And that was cool, like it yeah. was cool. So I definitely, I think Wasp is definitely like one of the great ones right there on that. Yeah, and again, I think on the fence whether they were truly heavy. Well, they, were, I mean, certainly early on more glam, and as they got, uh, as they as they went on, as they progressed, they as got they a progressed, bit. they started adding different elements. So they're one of the great ones. So let's bring. Uh, I got to take a break. Okay, piss break. We'll be right back. Cool, man. So we're back, and so the next band may may not be familiar to some people. Loudness. From Japan. Now these guys are great because they also kind of fit that bill that uh, Wasp had, in terms of well, they were a heavy metal band. Were they? Were they not? Uh, Akira Tagasaki, the guitars, backing vocals, fucking his riffs were fucking outstanding. Um, they had their ba- their bass player uh, Yamashita. He's badass. Their vocalist though, Minuro Niyahara. The dude's fucking flawless, man. I love that guy's <laughs> vocals, man. And also want to say rest in peace to uh, Munitaka Higuchi. Higuchi. He died in 2008. Um, so it kind of sucks. Some of the bands that they're related to, you might people uh, associate it or they might have done work with in one way or another. Uh, Ex-Japan. Probably one of the the biggest fucking metal bands to come out from Japan is X Japan man. Outstanding fucking music by the way. Very fucking heavy. I mean stupidly heavy man. There's a great documentary on Tubi, Tubby, whatever you want to call it, called uh, We Are X, and they talk about their story of X Japan. It's a little. I digress a little bit. My bad. Yeah. But <clears throat> you listen to. The albums so, uh, from Loudness, Soldier of Fortune, Disillusion, you know, uh, Lightning Strikes, not so much maybe, but uh, The Law of Devil's Line. But we'll put them on the map. 1985's Thunder in the East. And that's the album specifically that for me that's very special, especially... When you have songs like um, Heavy Chains, uh, 
get away like hell crazy nights man crazy nights you heard it was <laughs> yeah fucking, i heard it earlier it was a great fucking thing and one of the little um factoids i guess on that one is during the chorus they yell out mza <laughs> right and it, it literally the the letters mza mza right and what happened was they couldn't figure out what to replace it with because it was just in there just to have something while the producer was like uh kind of messing with the songs and he's like you should probably yell something in this part and he's like okay i'm just gonna put the letters mza which mean nothing they literally mean nothing that's all i could come up with however when it came down to actually uh, yeah like you know finally you know in the final production stages they just left it in there because the singer uh nihara couldn't come up with anything else you know so that's yeah kind of, that's kind of funny dude I would have done just like where I told you, hey, 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 like, uh, which I still say anyways, which, which is probably what they do anyways. Like, I need yeah, to see yeah. a live, I need to see a live version of that song. I'm not so, my bad if they do right. Um, so yeah, it was kind of a funny little little tidbit, little um, factoid there. But I think it's interesting about them is yeah, they're definitely heavier, but still kind of in that same realm. Yeah, the whole hair metal scene. Um, you stuck through Judas Priest during the 80s. And that was really rough for a lot of people, man. Uh-huh. That was a rough time, man. Not, they had great albums. They had some great songs. But that was a tough time, I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, you guys that. stuck with, uh, you know, you definitely... I think Iron Maiden kicks Priest's ass during the 80s. Simply because of the great albums that Iron Maiden did. Yeah. But Painkiller... Pain fixes all right anyways but anyways but yeah that's what i'm saying what i'm saying is like if you're if you're fans of those bands loudness should be something on your radar i think you should yeah, probably yeah. pick up on that uh it's just traditional heavy metal some glam i think or maybe the other way around maybe the other way around okay yeah, i think yeah. so i'd say i'd say it goes both ways it could be a glam hair metal I, yeah, I think it just depends on how you look at it. Yeah, know? yeah, hair metal. If you want to look at it as hair metal, then mm-hmm. that's what they are. Mm-hmm. And they just involve like, more metal stuff. Right. You know, yeah. and, and I think a lot of the things is, again, we, we, we're, we're trying to dissect well, what makes a, a glam song, right? Like glam, it's like you got to have your ballads. You got to have that, that riff that comes with it and those vocals that come with it, right? Yeah. But sometimes I feel like that's so closely aligned with traditional 80s heavy metal, too. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's a fine line. That kind of is that because at one point, legendary Van Halen, Van Halen was involved in all that, you know, at that point, and they were in there. They were like, Panama, you know, what yeah, I mean? jump, like all these fucking songs that they made. Or it's like, holy shit, like they're glam too, man. Kind of, you know, and so it's like we're not trying to talk shit about the bands, but there's some bands which we'll get to very much later. We're glam at one point, you know. Yeah, yeah, definitely. So we're gonna go ahead and move on to this next one. This is a more recognizable one. Oh fuck yes, dude! Uh, this is Skid Row, Mr. Sebastian Bach himself. Sebastian fucking Bach. Um, so Skid Row, man, like Slave to the Grind, as we were talking earlier before this, Slave to the Grind in itself is one of those where it's just like. The crunchiness and mm-hmm. the way his vocals are mm-hmm. is—you can also put that in a in a 
in an area where it doesn't necessarily have to be a hair metal or anything. They put that out there, which is uh, it's just fast and it's a heavy and it's a great song. But yeah. initially, um, the songs like Youth Gone Wild oh, yeah. and 18 and Life mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and I Remember You, which yeah. is their famous oh, yeah, power sure. ballad because they for need sure. that power ballad. Yeah, for sure. You know, it's what really made them. Yeah. Skid Row, to me, had the fun, the party music. When you listen to their first album, just the Skid Row album, self-titled album, right off the bat, Big Guns, Sweet Little Sister, you know, starting off, boom, dude, you guys are rocking and rolling, and it's already like, look, let this fucking CD play, dude. We're having a fucking party. Let it fucking play, dude, because it's going to play... A little bit of everything for everybody, right? Excuse me. So you have that. You had Piece of Me. Piece of Me, not Piece of Meat, by the way. 18 and Life, like you said. Rattlesnake Shake. Youth Gone Wild. I Remember You. Then you had, you know, of course, The Slave to the Grand. Uh, fucking heavy-ass fucking album. Uh, one of the heaviest, probably, that uh, of... of all the bands that we're talking about, you know, yeah. quest- questionable, you know. Yeah. I mean? um, Sebastian Bach legitimately to me is a heavy metal singer. Yeah, I think um, so too. There's no doubt about that because I know he was even doing, uh, in the mid to early 2000s, um, he was doing work with the guys that, uh, remember Rob Halford when he did Resurrection and Crucible, the same dudes that he had on that <clears throat> Uh, Rob Halford had on that band, which I believe is like Metal Mike. Okay. Uh, and um, I forgot the drummer, but those guys played on, uh, I think it's called Angel Down. I think Sebastian Bach, Angel Down. Let me let me double check that. Yeah. Sebastian, I believe that's what it was called. I don't remember. Um, and I got Johann Sebastian Bach. No, sir. <laughs> that's, not, that's not what I'm asking for. There you go. And let's check out. So he had Give Him Hell 2014. Yeah, Angel Down in 2007. He actually had a lot of songs with uh, Axl Rose, which is kind of weird. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I never see them pairing yeah. up together. And if you listen to Metal Mike, uh, he had an album called... Uh, fuck, I forgot the name of the album was called. It's Metal Mike's Pain Museum. Uh, Pain Museum. And there was a song called American Metalhead. And he actually, I guess because because it's his song, even though he already did it on that album, they redid it again with Sebastian Bach yeah. on this one right here, on Angel Down. So it's kind of interesting. But uh, for me, again, completely legit fucking heavy metal. But those fucking ballads and like those, those, those songs, they're just so great. Yeah. yeah, they're definitely glam. One song in particular I heard on the greatest hits, right? And it's called Forever. Oh, yeah. Now, that one is what I want people to listen to, man. Because it just gives you a completely... Like, his vocals are just on point on that one. So, here's the song by Sebastian Bach. You know, by Judas... I mean, Judas Priest. By Skid Row, uh, Forever. Yeah. 
riffage on that is incredible. Sebastian's incredible on that. Everybody's yeah. just badass on that. Um, actually, I never heard it before on anything other than just on the greatest hits. They also included it on the um, uh, remaster. No, not the remaster. What is it called? Um, damn, what is it? Um, of the self-titled? I think I think it was a re-release. Yeah. Yeah, it was a re-release. It was a 30th anniversary uh, re-release. It was it's included in there as a bonus track called Forever. So, pff, one of my favorites for sure, dude. Yeah, yeah, and, and the thing, uh, Sebastian Bach was a bad boy when it came down to all that stuff. He got himself he into was. a lot of trouble. He was. Um, that incident where someone throws a bottle at his head. And he jumps into the crowd and he like drop kicks a girl. There's <laughs> video of that. There's damn, video of that. Dude. Like there's video of it. So if anyone wants to like take a look at that, you guys can YouTube it. Yeah. Someone throws something at him and he gets mad and he's like yeah. talking shit to someone in the crowd. Yeah. And he jumps in the crowd and he jumps in with the kick first. And the thing goes that he kicks a girl in the face instead. And I think she ended up I don't know if she ended up suing him, but um, something well, happened. That would have been a smart thing to do. Yeah, Let some... him settle. <laughs> settle out of court. Yeah, something happened there. And then uh, in his later years, he uh, did you ever watch that deal called Supergroup? Yeah. So, I mean, wasn't Evan Seinfeld on there? Yeah, from, yeah. Uh, Biohazard? Yeah, it was, um, it was a supergroup. So it was, uh, it was uh, Sebastian Bach on vocals, and then it was Evan Seinfeld on bass, and it was Scott Ian on yeah. guitar, okay. Ted Nugent on guitar, okay. and uh, was it John Bonham on drums? Holy shit, okay. Yeah, and yeah. they did this whole thing on VH1 uh, called Supergroup, where it was following them trying to record songs as a supergroup. Yeah. It was an interesting show. It was only yeah, that yeah, one yeah. time, and... You could see the times when Sebastian would get drunk and Evan Seinfeld was not having it with him. <laughs> yeah. Well, you you got you got an East Coast and a West Coast guy. Yeah. And they're totally different. Yeah. I mean, you got two East Coast guys there. Yeah. Scott Ian from Anthrax. Yeah. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah. Two. Yeah. Yeah. You know. But, and it, and then you got the Nuge. You know. I mean. Yeah. More old school. Yeah. Guy more uh, pro right. Yeah. And then I don't know where John Bonham stands, but he's an either. older school guy yeah, too. Yeah. yeah. But uh. That was interesting because they meshed like different genres together, because they mixed the uh, the hair metal, they mixed like the the older like Ted Nugent stuff, uh, Scott Ian of course with thrash and Anthrax, mm-hmm. and then Evan Seinfeld with Biohazard, mm-hmm. uh, more like the hardcore yeah. '90s yeah. style of music. Yeah. Uh, He's so great, man. He's great. They just mixed all that, and you know. I never saw that show, man. I heard about it and I yeah. saw things about it. So, I mean, it was an interesting show, but yeah. so they make songs together, like yeah, actually, yeah. Like, uh, was it like would they record them and then play them for people, or how would it work? Yeah, like I think in the end they they play like a live show. Okay, they play like a live show for them, and they played like some songs that they wrote. And I think they, oh, I think I'm sure they did covers and stuff like that. But, <laughs> That's fucking cool. Yeah, and. It's pretty funny. It's a good show. The yeah. band was horrible. Okay. I didn't like it. Okay. I didn't like it. It's too 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 many too, too many, many things going on. Yeah, right? too many Probably. things going on. Maybe too many um how do you say it when um egos? 
or too many cooks in a kitchen. Yes, yes. Yeah, that's yeah. basically I, 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 Exactly. Yeah, like, they just couldn't really mesh together right. that well. Right. You know what? The funniest stories that I, that I heard was uh, Sebastian Bach was on uh, Eddie Trunk on, the, on uh, I think it was that metal show. Yeah. Which is coincidentally why I call this That Metal Podcast. <laughs> because he was... I, the irony... The irony is not lost on me, by the way. The reason why I made that metal podcast is because I wanted to be like a big metal finger to Eddie Trunk because he was always talking about 80s metal. (laughs) Solid. So it wasn't ever more than that, even though the show was called That Metal Show. Let alone here we are. And that's why I said the irony is not lost on me. I understand that. But... We're on episode 68. Let that be noted. Anyways, one of the funniest uh, stories I heard from Sebastian Bach. He was on there. And uh, I don't know who made one of the, you know, because he's got like dude Jameson and he's got those other comedians yeah. on the show. And they, they made a reference to his penis, right? To Sebastian's penis, whatever. And he's like, oh, he's like, he's all like, it's not that big. You know, like he's all saying whatever. Like he's just saying shit like that. And then he kind of like deflected, and he's like, "But guess what?" He's like, "I saw Philip on Salmo's penis," and he's like, "That shit was huge." And so he was all like saying they went to the bathroom, they're taking a piss, and they're just standing side by side. I don't know if it was a festival or some sort of show, but they were side by side, and he's like, he just took a little a little peek, and. He was like, oh my god. He was like, that thing is fucking monstrous. And that Philip was like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that Philip Anselmo dude. Yeah. Hey, what are you looking at? <laughs> <laughs> right? Yeah. It's like, now, <laughs> you like that? <laughs> you know, that's like Philip now, right? Because of all the fucking smoke. Yeah, I know. Like, but... but yeah, that was pretty funny that he was just like, it was it was a stupid, uh, I don't know. I guess it was just deflection or whatever on the show. It was pretty funny though, dude. Yeah. Um, but uh, Sebastian Bach like dabbles in a lot of stuff. Like he did yeah. like some opera stuff. Oh no way! I didn't know that. Yeah, he um he did that coming back alive thing. Yeah, and then uh, okay. he he's come out on like uh shows like Gilmore Girls and no way. Stuff. yeah like <laughs> these CW shows that are yeah. more towards like the females, okay. you know, like soap opera type stuff. Okay, okay. And, uh, like, he'll dabble in anything. And right. I feel like hanging out with Sebastian Bach would be cool. Mm-hmm. But I feel like he's obnoxious as hell. Too. You know, I, I did see, I told you, right, I saw that, uh, I've said it a few times, the uh, Factor Fiction, um, I think it was Loudwire's Factor Fiction on yeah. YouTube. And, uh, you know, they go on there, they get celebrities, they get musicians, they get everything, right? And they're like, uh, so this is what we found on your Wikipedia, fact or fiction. And uh, they're like, oh, dude, that's totally true. Or they'll tell you, oh, no, that's completely false. So Yeah. Uh, and then they, they would like edit it and take it off the Wikipedia page or whatever, right? And so he comes on it. He comes on it. And he was already annoyed. Yeah. Because it was a young guy. And he was kind of like, who the fuck are you? Dude, like he was already not having it. I'll show you the interview. It's uncomfortable 
And it's terrible because of the way he was just such a fucking asshole to that kid. And he's not even a kid. We're talking about a guy who's probably like 25. Yeah. You know what I mean? But in comparison to Sebastian Bach, of course, he's like, yeah, of course. He's, a, he's a nobody who doesn't know shit and blah, 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 probably. But then when you see him in What's in My Bag, you know, the Amoeba Music uh, Record Store show that's on YouTube. Yeah. When you see him on that show, that's a completely different story, you know. The camera's on him, and it's all about him. Yeah. You know what I mean? And he's like, oh, come with me. And like, I know this record store inside out because I'm here every day and blah, blah, blah. And so he's like all excited and showing. And he found one of the first records ever that had introduced him to like Kiss. He's a big and, Kiss fan. Yeah, hardcore. And one of the songs was that Rock and Roll All Night, right? And it was on a, it was on a sampler also, it was a record, you know? Yeah. And he was just like, oh my God, I found it. I found it. This is the one. This is the one. And he was like kind of a little crying a little bit, you know. It was a sweet moment, you know. But, you know, if you hang out with him, what are you going to get, you know? Are you going to get the, yeah, you're gonna gonna get get the sweet side or are you going to get the asshole? Yeah. And uh, I, I don't, I don't, know. I don't Car- know. Karma's story on him, though, is uh, um, he did a... I had seen a... Uh, was it an MTV Cribs? Mm-hmm. I believe mm-hmm. he did an MTV Cribs, and he shows off all his Kiss stuff. But he he really goes into this deal where he has this like, um, I guess it's like a like a filing cabinet full of comic books. Oh shit! Full of comic books that he has been collecting for years, and uh, he goes on to say. Hey, uh, there's a ton of com like comic books, like first prints here that he has, Damn. and he goes on to say, if anything happens to his stuff or if he needs money, he'll sell his comics and he'll make like a buttload of money back right. to help him. And he's like, this is a fireproof uh, filing cabinet, so in case of a fire, they don't get damaged. Now, what happened, his house flooded yes. and damaged all those comics. Yes. That's actually what ended up happening on that Factor Fiction. Oh, uh, okay. When he was asking one of those questions. And the guy asked him about it. And he was like, well, what the fuck do you think? He was like that. How do you think I fucking feel about it? Like, oh, dude, okay. he was already, dude, like, on, like, dude, he was already pissy about everything. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. It's just like, I mean, what happened, happened. You, yeah. You know, it. You don't. First, I mean, for me, it's clear from the very beginning that it, that that's over. <laughs> Poor kid. Like he didn't have. He didn't. He didn't know what he was getting into. No, he didn't have a chance, dude. I'm sorry, uh-huh. man, but he just didn't stand a chance. At that point, it was over, dude. But you know what? I think we should move on. A little bit too much on that. Let's uh, sure. You know, but let's on. let's move on. The infamous PMRC, right? So I think we should kind of celebrate this band a little bit because they kind of you know they gave a lot to i they stood up for a lot right yeah and they said we're not gonna take it so twisted sister right twisted sister i respect this band so much me too twisted sisters for them we're gonna take a shot i got a a shot fireball cheers we got the little mini shooters okay so Tipper Gore creates the PMRC. 
You get the Filthy 15. You got Madonna on there. Wasp was on there for a fuck like a beast. You had all these people on there, right? Um, I believe Venom was on there. Judas Priest was on there for... I don't know. They have all these different reasons for sexuality, for, you know, for... Judas uh, Priest had um, something they were getting called out for, like... Oh, no. This was for something different. I'm, that, th- I'm thinking different. We're saying, like, someone... Oh, the subliminal message. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. they were on trial for that. Yeah, they, yeah no, was this, this is different. This yeah, is yeah. different. My bad. Uh, oh, because the kid killed himself. The subliminal message was Ozzy. Yeah, okay. Yeah, that was Ozzy. But, yeah, someone killed themselves to Priest. But and they tried blaming them. Anyways, but <clears throat> so the whole thing with with Twins' sister, why we say it was very important, was there. There were some hearings, uh, and uh, there were like it was Al Gore, Tipper Gore, you know, like all these people, all these politicians were like, uh, we're gonna, you know, we're gonna talk to them about some of the music that they've done, and you know, they kind of wanted to punish the, these artists for the music that they've done. And really, it was kind of like the the whole idea was like, do you really want your music censored? And it's a big fuck no. Why would you want your music censored, right? Yep. So this is a whole idea. This is why the PMRC were fucking like people are like fighting against them and the the whole idea of what they stood for, right? So. Obviously, because of them, we have the parental advisory stickers on, on, on CDs and records and whatnot. Yep. But D. Snyder, D. Snyder, just like his fucking song, we're not going to take it and all that shit, which, by the way, listen to other songs, and I will show you other songs. Excuse me. Fuck, man. Who would have known that Jose Cuervo gives you I don't know, guess? man. We're we're here slamming down beers and taking shots. So yeah, so we're sli- <laughs> and we we're hope, celebrating. We hope everyone else is is doing that yeah. too. It's kind of like in the spirit of glam, I would say, you know. But yeah, so D. Snyder, man, so he's like, he goes to the hearing, you know, his hair is all fucking huge and his fucking tight ass pants. You can see his fucking bulges all there and shit, you know, yeah. like. He rolled it's, up. He rolled up like dude, hard. Yeah. He, his hair. His hair Just was super fucking up. huge. And huge. Yeah. His hair. Yeah. yeah. Dude, it's like his shades, right? He's got his fucking vest on. He comes in all fucking badass. He gets his the uh, the paper out of his back pocket. His speech is there, and they're asking him all these questions or whatever. But first, you know, he does his little speech and he talks about, you know, I'm here because of these accusations of of. From you guys. So I'm here to kind of... He's just basically saying... I'm here to defend myself... From all those accusations that you have made... Against yeah. me. And these guys... It was all hearsay. You know... So they're like... Oh... You know... D. Snyder... Uh, Twisted Sister wrote these songs. So it must mean... That they're into sadomasochism... And all these other things. Right? And obviously... When you've gone and, and heard about... Um, you know... Maybe you've seen documentaries... Or maybe you've seen the video... Maybe you've seen whatever... But D. Snyder's like, dude, you know, it was about my guitar player's throat. You know, he had an operation on his throat uh, under the blade. Yeah. Right? So that's yeah, like yeah. Go- about going under surgery, you know. And he was just like talking about everything. And he was just like, dude, you guys are crazy. You guys are looking for things and it's not fucking there, man. So he's like, the biggest thing that you can do, right, is give people 
that let them be able to interpret the songs on how they want to. Yeah. Which are any artist you'll talk to is they're more than happy to say, yeah, that's great. Others are cutting, you know, others are very clear, like what the song's about. But he was kind of like, no, man, it's cool, dude. You know? So I think uh, with, 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 with Twisted Sister, some of the songs that I think that I think people really, really, really need to hear are from the Come On and Play album, which it's I think underrated. Uh, the fire still burns, and definitely kill or be killed. Yeah, those are some of the bigger songs. You know, I have a playlist that I'm going to release or not release, but like share. <laughs> you know, oh, do it by steroids. <laughs> You know, David Bayadero's singles. No, no, no. It's just, they're just the playlist of uh, all these glam songs, whatever. But anyways, um, <clears throat> yeah, man. So they were, they were vital, man. And, and so when they really said that they were being serious, so we're not going to take it, dude. That's the whole yeah, idea yeah. of like, that's why I love them so much. And there's, and come on, dude, the fucking hair is redonkulous. Yeah. You know, um, I think the... What else? The drummer's badass. The you know everybody was fucking great. You know. Yeah, like if you if you put if you want to put like glam to anything, mm-hmm. you definitely could p- put a picture of Twisted Sister on that glam. They did the hair. They did the the crazy outfits, his crazy colors. They did all the makeup. The makeup. Yeah. You know, but if I came across one of those dudes on the street, I'm sure they would whoop my ass. <laughs> Especially JJ. Yeah. Dude, but he seems like such a fucking asshole. But God damn it, I love him. <laughs> I love JJ, man. But yeah, man, like Twisted Sister, they're I feel they're really one of the most bands that I respect just yeah, for, for sure. the fact of them of D Snyder coming out and just being like mm-hmm. you know, like basically what you said, like mm-hmm. fuck you, we're not gonna take it. And yeah. they thought Rage Against the Machine. <laughs> uh they thought uh, D. Snyder was gonna come in there and yeah. not know anything. Yeah, they looked at him as like, a, like, what does he know? What does he know about what's yeah. going on? And yeah. he came in there and he put on. He answered all their questions and he basically smoked them. He yeah. he made them shut up. Mm-hmm. And yeah, and they, and they were scrambling. They're like, "Holy fuck, what are we gonna do?" Yeah, because not that many. I think not. Not that many people went to go talk no was no was it john denver i don't know who else but someone else ah, someone else I and of all people d snyder from twisted sister showed yeah. up and yeah. he went in there and said you know what like screw this but that's why i respect them so yeah. much like yeah uh there's a documentary that they have i love that documentary yeah it's a it good on, documentary. It was yeah. on Netflix for a long time. I think you can find it on, on Amazon Prime now. Okay. I think it's on Amazon yeah. Prime now. Uh, Super good documentary. Yeah. I recommend everyone to watch that. It yeah. shows you everything about Twisted Sister. When they were starting and up until when they, how they made it big. You know? Yeah. Yeah. And that, that one, that one kind of made me shed a few tears. Yeah. Because I love them so much. And I was like, man, they're so fucking great. And you know, it's funny in, in terms of, oh, and by the way, really quick, rest in peace, AJ Pedro. Uh, two, you know, mm-hmm. he recently passed. Well, not recently, several years ago, but still, rest in peace to that him, to him because it's he's outstanding. Um, 
terrific, terrific, <laughs> you know. And um, but with with when it comes to them, how badass how badass is it that you go somewhere where they speak Spanish? Where was gonna say that? <laughs> right. Where was gonna yeah. say that? <laughs> I mean, when they're they singing it, change that. They that's change it up. fucking great. It's dude. the best. It's the and he acknowledged it. T. Snyder acknowledged it. Yeah, the band acknowledged it, and they were like, "Fuck yeah, let's do that." And let's they're like, "Change it up." Yeah, and I love there's a there's a badass video where you see Philip from Pantera, and I think he's with his homies in uh, Down. Yeah, I think he's with them because I could see like some of the dudes from from Down, and um, from Crowbar. And- yeah. Yeah. yeah, those dudes. And you see them on the side, and they're like, hey, what was that you were saying? And I think they were asking the bass player. And yeah, yeah. Uh, he was like, what was going to say that? So he's like, you, you guys know that? And they're like already screaming. Hey, but let me tell you this. Now what you were saying earlier, and I'm going to go back to what you were saying sure, earlier. Sure, sure. Like, being a metalhead... And looking at this type of music and being like, uh, oh, that, that's, that's, uh, gay, don't listen to that, that sucks. Dude, Phil Anselmo Pantel listens to this, um, mm-hmm. like, uh, what's his name? Oh, I forget his name, from Crowbar. Vocals from Kirk? Cro- Kirk from Crowbar. Isn't his favorite band, uh, Kiss? Kiss, Kiss is his favorite yeah. band. Uh-huh. And they're all down for this music. Pantera, no pun intended. No. Oh, no, no, yeah, I got it. I got it right there. But uh, <laughs> Pantera used to be a hair metal band. Yeah. Before they started. Yes. Yeah. You know, so take that out of your mindset. Yeah. Take that out of your mindset and stop saying yeah. like, uh, these guys look like girls and stuff. Because those heavy bands that everyone listens to, yeah. they admire these bands yeah. too. And yeah. they love these bands too. Yeah. And, you know, just going back to it, it's just like... Yeah. We gotta look, we gotta enjoy all that type of music. We Absolutely, enjoy all aspects of it. Yeah, but yeah, that's that's yeah. A, that's an awesome, uh, that's a great point, man. Because I think that's being, excuse me, being influenced by that is yeah. It's 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 a it's a it's a big thing too, man. Yeah, you can't take you can't tell me that Phil Anselmo hit those highs, right? You know, in accident, from hell, just because yeah. you know he wanted to. Right. It's like no, he obviously learned it. Yeah, from listening to his came out nineteen ninety, the height of all that shit. Yeah, and these guys were like, let's do a metal album. All right, well, what are we gonna do? I don't know, but we want to be heavy, but we kind of know what's going on at the same time. Glam's yeah. pretty heavy at this time. Boom! It was a perfect yeah. fucking and merge right there. Kirk from Crowbar, one yeah. of the heaviest bands. Fuck yeah, dude! Crowbar's one of the heaviest. Fucking bands. sludge. Yeah, he loves Kiss. He loves Kiss. Fuck yeah! I think he loves. To, he like does it a lot for Halloween, where he dresses up. Yeah, you know, he paints his face. So yeah. I, I know, I know. It's it's one of those things where it should really be. Um, that shouldn't even be a factor in, in the whole yeah. idea. Of it. It, it, I think it comes in play of like if you want to have fun, and. You know, kind of like, you know, it's like when you tell people, hey, you want to go dance? And it's like, oh, no, I'm embarrassed because I don't know how to dance. And I dance stupid. I dance like a cholo, you know. <laughs> I don't want it to, you know. And it's like, come on, man, let's go dance. And it's like, no, man, that's gay. It's stupid. Yeah, you know yeah. what I mean? And then all of a sudden, they get out on the dance floor and they're getting all their moves on. Dude, you knew you, knew you were going to like it from yeah, the beginning. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You knew sure. you are going to like it. You're yeah. going to have fun. 
Yeah. You know what I mean? We're all having fun together. So that's all it is. You know. But going back to it, <clears throat> Twisted Sister, one of the most respectful mm-hmm. bands in this genre, and they came out in Pee Wee's Big Adventure. Absolutely. <laughs> You're gonna burn it, hell, dude. For real. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, let's move on to this next one. Yeah. This next one, I know you and I both have a connection to this. Uh, mm-hmm. This is Europe. The band Europe. From Sweden. And the reason we have this connection to this is because mm-hmm. since we're close to the border, mm-hmm. we see a lot of Lucha Libre. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so we're in El Paso. Yeah, we're in El Paso. And Juarez is our sister city. Sister city. And and sure enough, the final countdown, man. The final countdown. That's the one. That's the one song. Yeah. As kids, we would see yeah. the commercials. Yeah. The, of uh, the song would play. Yeah. And you see these guys high fucking flying, dude. Like high slow flying. motion. Yeah, dude. Slow motion flying through ropes and everything. <sighs> Yeah, dude. And you're great. like, what is going yeah. on? You know? Yeah. And that was the hype of it all. Yeah. Like, just, you hear that song, and you, th- and to us, to yeah. us, we thought, yeah. Lucha Libre wrestling, guys in masks, flying over right. ropes and stuff. And, of course, later, we realized that the band was Europe. Right. Uh, they had the final countdown. That's uh, their ballad, Carrie. Oh, yes. Yeah, you know. Yes. And... Essentially, that album, The Final Countdown, um, to me is one of the best. The And uh, forgive me for, forgive, for forgetting his name, but the singer can be literally in, in any of your power metal bands that you want. Yeah. And he'd probably, he'd probably be happy with them, too. Because his vocals are so fucking amazing, and that's how talented you know he is. His... his uh, his vocals are just so fucking great. But, you know, the whole Lucha Libre thing, you know, we're not talking about Nacho Libre, even though that's what it is, in a <laughs> nutshell. Yeah. Um, it's, it's uh, I don't know, man. There's just some, it's just, there's that romanticism to it, you know, of uh, putting the two together. It's so weird, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, As, yeah. But what's awesome is... Um, I highly recommend this, and uh, it's 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 a very unique experience. I think. Watch Hot Rod. Watch Hot Rod. It's got Andy Samberg. It's got some. Uh, what's his name? The uh, curly haired fucker from. Uh, oh, Danny McBride. McBride. Danny McBride. And the other guy with the weird teeth. Uh, uh, he's got my he's got my bunny teeth. I forgot his name. Um, what is the one from? He was from SNL. Um, yes, I forget his name. Yeah, but uh, watch that movie, dude. You know, if you gotta, if you want a, a sweet, sweet Europe experience and in the proper ways the song, the songs should be listened to, watch Hot Rod. I <laughs> fucking guarantee you. Yeah. I guarantee you, because it's meant to be fucking cheesy. By the way, it's very much meant to be cheesy. However. Watch it, and you're gonna fucking love it. You're gonna fully, and I'm telling you know everybody, watch it, dude. Have some beer, smoke some weed. If you're in Oregon, start some coke and do some heroin, yeah. whatever the fuck. It's crazy. Yeah, but dude, 
Hot Rod will really get to, you to appreciate yes. fucking Europe. It's Hot Rod, so great. Dude. Hot Rod in the movie in itself is yeah, it's funny. They they mix a bunch of stuff in yes. there. Like they'll even mix uh, the moving pictures yeah. song and uh, yeah. from Footloose. And, oh yeah yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know it's crazy. Like yeah. they mix. He mixes yeah. a bunch of stuff. Yeah. In there. Um, also, was it Shane Black? What's the name Black? Ian Ian. Um, what's his name? The one that's like, no, babe, no. No, no, no. The the dad. What's his name? Oh, the one from Deadwood. Yes. Um, Deadwood. I forget his name. Is this... It's... Let's, let's, Time! I will find it. Let's I look up Deadwood, he's... yeah? Yeah, just look up Deadwood. Deadwood. Ian McShane. Ian McShane. So Ian fucking McShane, McShane is the dad. And it's so funny because like... The, the premise of the movie is great. He's dying, basically. And the son, uh, you know, he he's like... Basically, it's his stepson. And <laughs> he's like, I want to kick your ass one last time. So I don't want you to die. So I'm going to save you, basically. So you don't fuck... It. I'm going to save you so I can kick your ass. That's basically the idea of it. And so... That, uh, that in very, itself. That yeah. in itself. It's pretty say. fucking... Uh, it's... It's ridiculous, right? But you know, Sandberg's a, a stunt guy. He looked up to Evil Knievel and all that bullshit. Yeah, and, and someone else actually. Um, but I love it because of the way it's so fucking eight. And you can't even fucking really tell what era this was made. Like what when you listen to it and you see it, like was it made in the eighties or was it made in the early nineties? Like it's hard to tell. Yeah, because of the music and the way they made yeah, it. Yeah, right? it mixes everything all up in there, which is great. You yeah. know, it puts yeah. a Puts that out there for people, the later generations that have watched the movie. Yeah, yeah, and uh, it's it's got that cutie. What's her name? Isella or what's her name? The redhead. Oh, that girl, mm-hmm. the little redhead. Oh, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, yeah. I forget her name. She's dating like uh, Sasha Baron Cohen. No, I think they're married. Yeah, they're married. Yeah, so it's married. his wife. Yeah, it's his yeah, wife. yeah, yeah, yeah. I believe yeah. she came out originally in the Wedding Crashers. She was like the crazy, the, the crazy, the one. crazy one. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but yeah, like she's she's cool. She's in it. She's the neighbor or whatever. She's like all uh, dumb and not dumb, but she's all like very innocent, really really cool. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And Sandberg is like trying to show off, like uh, where he like calls her and he's like banging on. Yeah, the yeah. Boat. He's not doing anything. Just banging. Banging on, on an engine. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That was pretty funny. Dude. Um, but yeah, that's a great movie. Obviously, this isn't gonna win any fucking Oscars. It's a fucking. It's a cheesy film. It's dumb. It's silly, but it's yeah. meant to be that way. Then, um, uh, that uh, the reason I even brought that up is yeah because Europe does come out quite a bit in that soundtrack yeah uh, quite a bit in that movie. You know, for me, uh, one of the songs that really, 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 really sold me was "Danger on the Track," which we're gonna show you right now. Someone was waiting 
and that was that was a fucking great track to me. I think. Um, Danger on the train. You know, it's fucking great, dude. It's got the, the, yeah. his vocals. I'm telling you, put them on any power metal band. Yeah, yeah, they're for fucking. Sure. Spe- they're that fucking special. Plus, they're from fucking Sweden. Hello. And the uh, you know? didn't um uh Norther Norther covered mm. uh the final countdown. It wasn't Norther. It was another band. Um, and they're, I think they were called uh, Dispatch. Why well, don't Norther covered the final yeah. countdown? Yeah. So, I mean, that just goes to show. Watch. Like... It's, it's a band called Dispatch. And Dispatch is, I believe they're from Finland too, Dispatch. Final countdown. So check this out, and I'm gonna mute um, really quick. Well, actually, it doesn't matter. Check it out. Check this out. The actual version was dispatched because even on that album, that song's on the album. Okay. Right? Because I remember even Children of Bodom was credited to covering this song. Okay. And they weren't. They didn't cover it. So the, the Children of Bodom didn't cover the song? No. It's this band called Dispatched. Okay. So I have I have Norther here. Yeah, but watch it. If it's the same. Ah, they did it differently. Yeah, look. Look, check it. Oh, they kept it to the traditional. They kept it to the traditional way, but they added look. Uh... Fuck yeah, dude! So these guys both did it. Yeah, and dude. Northern did it like Fuck the more yeah, traditional. Dude. Look. Yeah, they did. And then you hear the vocals. <laughs> you see that? Yeah. You see that? <laughs> That's fucking cool, dude. Yeah, all right. So we're both right. <laughs> yeah. Matter. Now, well, that that one, because a lot of people are like, oh, turn the bottom, turn the bottom. And I'm like, but it doesn't sound like turn the bottom. You know what I mean? So when I heard that one, yeah, you're right, man. Norther did do it. So, I mean, it's like props, right? To, yeah. to where they're from out there in, uh, in Scandinavian, the Scandinavian land. So let's move on. We got yeah. Who do we got? The big one. We got a big one. Uh, right here, we got man. a big one right here. Uh, we got Dokken. Mm-hmm. Dokken is uh one of the more up there recognizable ones. Yeah, I would say so. They have a uh, they have a ton of hits. Mm. Uh, they have a uh, Into the Fire. Tons of hits, man. Tons of Dream Warriors. Dream, Dream Warriors, like Dream yeah. Warriors. If you were, if you're into the Freddy Krueger, Freddy Krueger, Freddy Krueger. They have the Dream Warriors, they have Into the Fire, they have Breaking the Chains in My Lightning Dreams. Strikes. You know, they have a ton yeah. of good songs. Yeah. They have the ballads. I'm alone with I'm alone again without you. Yeah. You know? Yeah, that's yeah. their power ballad. Yeah. You know, they have everything on that. <clears throat> For me, Kiss of Death, Lightning Strikes Again. Mr. Scary. This is scary, Mr. dude. Scary. George Lynch. One of the heaviest fucking. Yeah. One of the fucking heaviest. George um, Lynch. He's 
He's considered a virtuoso. Yeah, man, for sure. Yeah. Oh, dude, that's another thing is that those were fucking those will change your mind. Mr. Scary will change your mind for sure. Yeah. Listen to that song yeah. shit. That'll fucking change your mind, man. For sure. Uh, and again, this is another. I think, personally, on the fence band. You know, it could be metal or it could be glam. And I, I think they hit both. I they, think they purposely did both sides. They they definitely did both yeah. sides. They did the whole, uh, like I said earlier, they did the power ballad to appeal to everyone. Yeah. And then they had songs like It's Not Love. Mm-hmm. Like, it's not love. Da, 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 yeah. da, da, da. And they, that video, they're cruising... Yeah. I guess through all of uh, L.A., like Sunset Strip, yeah. in like a truck or whatever. Yeah, yeah. You know, they had a lot of those songs and really catchy songs, like really good songs. Yeah. But Yeah, they, they had a knack for writing really, really, really yeah, good songs, they, yeah, they played both sides of it. They played both sides of it. It appeared sure. to sure. Um, hair metal. Yeah. And I think just old old school rockers probably. Well, they're old school rockers now. But, but I think Doc can definitely hit that. The middle, were, they were on both sides. They hit everything. That's why I think they were so successful, and probably continue to have successes still even to this day. Yeah. Um, I mean, again, love them or hate them. They were good at that time. They were good in their heyday, man, for sure. Um, and so let's, uh, you know, we'll ro- roll on to the next one, which I want to kind of. This is more of an obscurity, I would believe, you know. Would, yeah, yeah. It might be. I'm not sure. Um, so we're not familiar, but this is a Canadian band. They're called Winter Rose. And definitely one of the songs that I'd like for some of you to hear is called Asylum City. So here it is. Check it out. You have James Labrie on vocals. Now that may sound familiar to some of you, especially for your Dream Theater fans, because he's the vocalist for Dream Theater. <laughs> this is the band that he was in in the eighties, late late eighties. Um, Winter Rose. So <clears throat> I don't know. If they're one of the weird bands that were that were out during that time, but they're fucking ultra heavy. Yeah. So you're 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 looking at basically glam with like double bass. You know what I mean? <laughs> you, know, you know, like, so that, I think that in itself is pretty fucking cool because you don't see that very often. And uh, if you're not convinced by Asylum City, let me show you this badass song called, uh, what is it called? Let me see. Let me get the name. I think it's called You'll Never Fall in Love. Okay. So check it out. Here you go. You'll never feel my heart in pain You'll never know the reasons why I'll 
Now, that should change your mind. If you don't think that they were glam, that should have changed your fucking <laughs> mind by now. You know what I mean? So, I don't know. They're one of the weird ones that not many people talk about. But again, um, Winter Rose, that it's a self-titled album. I believe that was their only release Yeah, as well. Uh, came out on Inside Out Records, which if many of you know, it's Prague. Uh, it's Prague Heaven for a lot of records came out in Inside Out. So for your for you nerds. Um, but again, James Labrie, man, you got to hand it to his fucking vo- the fucking vocals on there. I know, uh, in fact, I believe Sebastian Bach came on and did vocals for them at one point. Oh, really? Yeah. So Winter Rose, man, uh, should not be, this should be a household name. This should not be a, a band left out. You know? Yeah, I've I've never heard them. Uh, up until when you mentioned them, I I never heard them. Uh, but definitely, I'll definitely like take in, take it in and give them a listen. And yeah, everything. they're harder to find. You know that album's very much more harder to find. Yeah, I had to go the YouTube route and definitely go YouTube. Um, but there's another artist I believe called Winter Rose, and it's like pop. So check put like. Maybe put James Labrie, Winter Rose, or Winter Rose Brock. Yeah. And you'll probably get them. Uh, phenomenal. It's a fucking great album. Uh, it's, a, it's it's a heavier, definitely. Oh, my God. I sound like what's his name from Rain Man. Definitely, definitely. Uh, it's great. <laughs> it's 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 one of those great ones, dude. Like, it's a, it's a gem. It's a hidden gem. I'd want to call it yeah, that. Yeah. Okay. I think it's, I think it's fair to say that, you know? Uh, should I get the next one? Yeah, yeah. All right. You take this one. Take this one as well. <laughs> All right. So we have an American man from Florida with the 1982 album called Offering, mm-hmm. called Axe. And let me ask you a question: <laughs> Have you heard of Axe? Have no, you heard of him? Have I? Uh, not the name, but. What ended up happening though? What ended up happening was that we played the song that you had tossed out to me that was more recognizable. Yeah. And I said, I've heard this song. I yeah. just never knew who played it. Right. So, the song in question Rock and Roll Party in the Streets. Check it out, guys. What'd you think? I mean, 
It's 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 a song that I've heard all the time. Yeah, yeah. It, you, you you hear it. You know it, right? Yeah, like you know it. Like you're like, who the fuck is it? Yeah, it's it's yeah. one of those where it's just like, I like this song and yeah. it sounds good, but I never took the time to see who actually played the song, yeah. and I'm surprised that the name of the band is just called Axe. Right, right. And I, it's A X E just. Axe. Yeah, because we have we're from El Paso. We have accents. By sorry guys, I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, um, but that's that, that, that's true, man. And it's one of those things. That, it's one of those songs that we've always heard. We just don't know who it was. Uh, they have other cool songs on there, but I mean, the thing to me though is is yeah, man. Is that's oh man. I heard I heard um, they re-recorded it. Okay. And it was so fucking lame. Ah, uh, what? Slow. They slowed it down. They they just, you know, they did it in flames. You know, Clay Man. Super slow. They slowed it down. It just dumbed down. It was just very. Uh, I couldn't get into it. You know, you're like, yeah, rock and roll party in the street. You know. And it's like, no, nah, I couldn't get into it. Man. Yeah. Unfortunately, you know, I don't recommend that. It's like, cue the booze and jeers for that. Uh, one. yes. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Wah, wah, wah. Um, so again, there comes a time when there's tons and tons of bands, excuse me, where they have, you know, one hits, you know, just they have that one hit. They yeah. One hit wonders. Um, you know, I think this next band, I don't think they're a one hit, but they're considered They're kind of like a one hit. They they considered They had a that. commercial recently which was fucking hilarious. Yeah, so if anyone recognizes it, it's because of that. Yeah. It's called uh, the band's Rat. Right. Band's Rat. Um they had that commercial that said we have a problem with uh rats or whatever and then but we have rats we have rats or something <laughs> and then rats playing in the basement round and round. Uh, yeah, it's great you know it's genius dude i mean it's a great commercial <laughs> don't get me wrong uh, but rat i think is a is a great band yeah uh came out in the heyday of hair metal yeah. clam metal a lot of people only know that one song round and round which is a great song, by the way. Yeah. It's a great song, by the way. But there's songs like "Back for More," mm-hmm. uh, "Body Talk," which which I think comes out in a short circuit. Oh no shit! Yeah, it comes out in short no circuit. Shit. Yeah, so if anyone so <laughs> sees the movie Short Circuit, yeah. "Body Talk" comes out in that movie. Johnny Five and uh, lay it down. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so. There's a ton of other songs that Rat has that you listen to and you'll be like, yo, this song's like really good too. Yeah. It's really good, but... They're very gritty. Yeah. They have that gritty sound too. And the vocals, I think. And and again, it's uh, Piercy, right? Stephen Piercy. I think he could he could do more you know, with his vocals. His, yeah. his vocal range and what he can do. I think he's another person when you take everything into account if he so wanted to, you can do a he- legitimate heavy metal album. Yeah, yeah. Because his vocals will tend to that. They they, they go on that range. You know yeah, I mean? yeah. Uh, I actually did... Um, uh, I reviewed one of the albums 
uh, a couple of years ago from okay. Stephen Piercy on Metal Temple. Uh, I used to review for them. Okay. Uh, I, I stopped just for for uh, personal reasons, but I did one of the the reviews for Stephen Piercy, and it's still out on their on their website actually. <laughs> so if you want to check that out, um, uh, he's great. That was a great album. I forgot to, uh, to this day. It's been a while, man. It's been a couple of years, so I forgot. Yeah. But he's great, man, and, and I think they're still one of the heavier, not heavier, but one of the better bands out there. Yeah, and they're um, still they're still keeping it going on right now. Mm-hmm. They'll play uh, shows here and then, and uh, mm-hmm. I know just recently, like I think like two years ago, they played here in El Paso. Mm, yeah, and um, you know they're still going strong, playing the hits that they have, um, but also. Like as I was saying earlier, like just, and how we've been saying this entire time, just take a dive into the other songs and listen to their songs instead yeah. of just the one hit the that they have. Yeah, yeah. You'll um, be surprised with a lot of these bands, actually. That yeah, if you just take a deeper dive into some of their, you know, is it the, what do they call it? Not the B size. What is it called? Like just there's a name for it, but definitely take a deeper dive. Yeah, um, and and Rat's one of those bands. You mm-hmm. could, they have other other songs in there that you're that you're gonna enjoy, yeah. not just the round and round. Exactly. I think you should get the next one. Yeah. So here, uh, Cinderella, one of the more uh, I guess bands that put themselves out there as far as clam and hair metal goes. Uh, the reason I really enjoy this band is. Uh, Obviously, they have their more famous power ballad, which is... Don't know what you got until it's gone. (laughs) (laughs) Don't know what you got until it's gone. Mm -hmm. You know, their more famous power ballad. But they have songs like Nobody's Fool. Yeah, for sure. Which is also a great song. Yeah, uh, thing about Cinderella is I really dig the vocals on Cinderella because the vocals is just like they're really raspy. Mm. They're yeah. really raspy yeah. on how he says and how he does his uh, lyrics and yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah. Like it sounds like don't do what you can. Like I don't yeah. know how to fucking say it. You yeah. Know? yeah. <laughs> uh, and I really dig the way he does it, and yeah. I really dig the way he does it. Cinderella. Uh, you listen to Cinderella and you're just like Cinderella what kind of name is, is Cinderella right but you listen to him and you're like yo like I dig this I, I, yeah. I dig Cinderella so much yeah. uh, one of the one of the lesser known hair metal bands or glam metal bands because they didn't have a whole ton of hits like next to bands like Warrant and mm-hmm. stuff like that uh, but you could put them in like a lower tier yeah um but if yeah, you sure. if you want to listen to like great '80s hair metal songs, you listen to Cinderella. Yeah, I, I think okay. I think even then, because of the the how huge the songs hit, yeah, there and because of MTV video rotation and all that, I think they were one of the bigger bands at that time. At that time, uh, but. But yeah, I mean, I mean, they're gonna get, you know, you know, 
eclipsed by other of the, of the bigger bands for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, when you're looking at because of the singles that did, the sheer amount of singles were minuscule for for them. So when you start getting other bands that have so many singles and, and shit, man, hit albums. Yeah, and you could you could put Cinderella in like a in a in a group with bands like okay Warrant mm-hmm. Warrant had Heaven and Cherry, Cherry Pie. Pie, you know, and then after that, like you kind of don't really know about them too much. But Warrant had a great album, and this is off the cuff. Off the cuff, people. <laughs> they had a great album. Let me find it. Um, and it's called Dog Eat Dog. Dog Eat Dog. Came out in 92. It's a fucking heavy album. Inside Out, truly heavy song. Even for Warrant. And um, for Johnny, it was it Johnny? What's his name? Lonnie. Uh, Laney Jane. Laney, yeah. His vocal, dude. Good shit. Rest in peace, Lenny James. Yes, sir. First of all, I know we're not talking about them, but Cherry Pie is so in your fucking face that it's ridiculous when you listen to it. (laughs) I fucking love it. And if you're like a fucking, if you're a dad at that time and you hear that shit and your your daughter's listening to that shit, Mm -hmm. you're probably like, holy fuck. Hey, you better be careful. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's too late, Dad. Yeah, it's too late. It's like they but, got uh, to her. Mm-hmm. It's too late. Talk to your son too, man. But <laughs> you know, sitting around with cherry pies. Uh, what we're saying is just like <laughs> Warren's Warren's another great hair metal band that yeah. we have not mentioned. Right. Uh, bands like uh, White Lion, White Lion, Extreme, Extreme, Mr. Big, Mr. Winger, Winger. Uh, Even though they were on Beavis and Butthead, they made fun of all the time. Yeah, we, which I agree with that. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> also, uh, uh, Great White. Oh yeah. Great Once White. Been twice shy. Uh, Rock Me. Mm-hmm. I don't want to say this, but I know White Snake. White Snake, come on, mm, David again, Co- David Coverdale. Here we go again. David Coverdale. This this one that we haven't mentioned. This is low. Right? You know? Still yeah. of the night. Still, Still of the, the night. night. Oh, fucking love You know? Man. Come on. Great like, riffs on that one. Man. Yeah. This is a great band. White Snake mm-hmm. is such a great band. Some that we're not going to get really in depth with right now. But, mm-hmm. you know, you, there's, a, there's a ton of hair metal bands in there. Mm-hmm. And some of these bands just kind of get, like, grouped into these other bands that kind of have, like, one or two hits. And then they're forgotten. Yeah. They they ended up. I think that's what ends up happening, is they do get kind of. It's, it's oversaturated. Yeah. The, however, if you're in the market like myself and maybe yourself that you like playlists, where because we you know we listened to a lot of our favorite bands in that manner, we found them by accident or whatever. I think creating your own playlist of fucking 80s glam has to be one of the funnest things you can ever do. Man. Yeah. It's like recording cassettes back in the day. Mm-hmm. Well, on, even when it came down to later years, putting like downloaded songs that you enjoyed on a CD and just passing it out to someone. You burn yeah. it on a disc and it just has like 18, 20 songs of different bands. Right. And you find the bands that you like. Yeah, exactly. And for me, I love doing that. I've, and again, I want to 
emphasize that because I know people are always, I know fucking Gonzo is always like busting my balls, but why the fuck do you like doing playlists and doing things like that? It's because, well, you know, growing up, I always listened to, I always bought those CDs because there was so much, okay, I'd go my pops to Walmart or anywhere. Remember Walmart? Well, they still sell CDs, but I would go when I was a little kid and he was like, no, you can't buy that CD. No, you can't buy that CD. No, you can't buy that CD. Yeah. But he'd be like, oh, it's a sampler CD. It was like five ninety nine or some shit like that, or six, yeah. six bucks. You know what I mean? Or it was like two, three dollars. You know what I mean? So he was like, "Oh yeah, buy it. Just buy it. It's cool. Like bring it." And so like when I was with him, or when I'd go by myself to the mall, you know, and buy stuff at the record store, whatever the fuck, and I would buy like two or three sample CDs because they're so fucking cheap. Yeah. And sometimes they were double disc, man. Bonus, right? When you got double disc. But the thing is, is I got so used to these play uh, this these like compilation albums, you know what I mean? That I love making. And I've been doing that. Holy fuck. Since I don't know, like late nineties, dude, I've been doing yeah. that with tapes and CDs and things yeah. like that. And people are like, why do you do that? And I'm like, I don't know. I just been always, I've always fucking done that. You know, I've always done that. And to me, it's a normal thing. And to me, it's cool to like mix it up, you know? Yeah. yeah. And it just adds in there. Like when people make playlists, like on Spotify, Apple Music, like you'll find people's playlists. Exactly, down like, there. Like if you want, for example, there's people that follow like, uh, if you, you want to follow, I'm just gonna toss a name out there. Like if you want to follow Rob Halford, maybe he has a playlist that he set up. Yeah. You know, and it's just like okay, and then you're like, you find something else on Spotify or Apple Music. Oh, this is a, uh, 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 um, the Undertaker, the Undertaker's workout playlist that he tossed in together, right. and you could, and you can find that on like yeah. Spotify or Apple Music, a playlist right. that he tossed together of the music that he likes to listen to while exactly. he's working out yeah. or something. It's just make a playlist of that music, and yeah. and you'll find new music, or maybe there's a band on there that you know, and you've never heard this song. Yeah, so that's the thing too, man. That happens a lot. That happens a lot, man. I will do like 70s prog rock or 70s rock because I'm like very fascinated with that time uh, because of the way the, the music was. And, and, and um, I feel like uh, the 70s had a lot of potential with the way they were doing their music. And some things were like fucking heavy and some things were metal at that time. Yeah. Uh, but... Yeah, man, I, I'll listen to to playlists from the 70s and things like that. And I discover songs that I'm like, first of all, I'll discover songs like, holy fuck, I didn't know they were the ones who did it. Yeah. But then I would discover songs like, holy shit, this is badass. I didn't know these guys wrote music like that. You know? Yeah, yeah. So, I I mean, I know we're kind of... Kind of uh, getting away get, from the... Of course, but I mean, that's the thing is like, playlists for me are are... are, are essential i need to have that yeah you know what i mean um especially when it comes down to the subject that we're talking about yeah. whether it be hair metal whether it be thrash exactly metal, whether it be doom exactly it's like let's say it's the perfect storm right there yeah whether it's say you don't know and you don't know a certain band mm -hmm. and let's say well let me listen to this playlist mm -hmm. and if i like it then i like it yeah. if i don't then i don't yeah. but if you do like it then you just introduce yourself into something new yeah i for myself 
I'm the type of person that I'm really I'm very skeptical to listen to new bands, right? Because I'm already I'm sort of already set in my ways mm-hmm. where I have my bands that I listen to, so a band needs to sort of wow me mm-hmm. now. So when someone tells me, "Hey, listen to this band," I'll be like, "Hey, all right, that's cool," and I won't get around to it. But if you put it on the playlist. And then it's like, oh, I like this band. I like this band. And I'll listen to the playlist. And then I'll be like, let's say I'm working out or something. And then yeah. a, a song comes on and I'm mm-hmm. like, yo, this song's really good. Yeah. Yeah. And then I look at who the band is and I'm like. I, I didn't know it was this band. I didn't know it was this band this guy yeah. was talking about. Yeah. Let me look further into this. Yeah. You know? Yeah. It's, it's, it's like, you know, going going somewhere and then they're giving out samples of food and shit like that you're like, eh, I'm gonna fucking try it you don't know until yeah. you don't you don't know you don't know if you like it until you try it right yeah but the thing is too is it's it rings true still to this day which yeah. is it and uh I feel like you know I don't know I, I mean it, it could play to a lot of people who don't like this style of music uh I definitely made a playlist with some of the heavier songs and then, and then definitely a lot of the hits. Yeah. A lot a lot a lot of the hits. So first of all you're going to get some you're going to like a lot of the heavier shit but then you're going to get into some songs that you're very familiar with, you know? And I can and I and, can guarantee you know, that they're they're going to like it. Yeah, and and I mean uh, and you know what what's the point? Well, what if you're somewhere where you can't play your heavy shit, you know what I mean? What if you're somewhere where you can't play extreme death metal yeah you know you can't play your blackened death metal you can't play your burzums you can't play your dark throne you can't play you know uh all of these different bands and shit like that yeah you know you can't play a blood incantation and yeah. a quinceanera that's for sure you know you know what i'm saying you're not gonna be able to play that shit uh-huh. you might be able to get away with hammer smash face but that's it yeah but, maybe you know, that one maybe, maybe that one i'll give maybe. that one there's a little bush pit you know what i mean but i mean whatever <laughs> the whole idea playlists are great for me i love them i have adhd i don't really think i do but that's i think i do you know so but i think you should take the next one too man yeah yeah, yeah, yeah all yeah, right yeah, man yeah. this we're gonna go into one of the heavyweights right here yep one of the heavyweights one of these heavyweights right here really well known in the 80s so yep. carrying on having a great career great albums is Motley Crue. Fuck. Yes, dude. Motley Crue. Um, considered... I don't I don't know how much this is. I know they go head-to-head, but they're considered like a little tier right below Guns N' Roses because Guns mm-hmm. N' Roses was the, the top boys around that time. I think the... Uh, I think Crue came in first, and... Guns N' Roses came in the late 80s. Mid to late but, 80s. But I think Motley Crue, man, they're both so successful. Yeah. So I don't know. It's a very tight one, like you said. But, but uh, as it is, Motley Crue had all personalities all around. Had Vince Neil yeah. on vocals. McMars. Nikki Six on bass. McMars on guitar. And uh, Tommy Lee's Wiener on drums. Yes. Tommy Just... Lee's- just as wiener. Just as wiener. <laughs> That's ex- first of all, this is the reason why I tell everybody. That's why they never played double bass. It's because his wiener was playing the drums, and they could never get to the bass drum. 
You know what I mean? <laughs> so it's, his nuts couldn't reach the bass drum. Like, I, why? It could have been a triple bass. Yeah. Instead it, of double bass. No. I mean, <laughs> you never know. But I mean, that's, yeah, that's why he never, that's why they were never playing double bass. <laughs> it's his wiener. We didn't allow it. No, it's what we didn't allow it. <laughs> but, you know, uh, Molly Crew, heavyweights of hair metal. Oh, absolutely. absolutely. Heavyweights yeah. of hair metal and glam metal. Yeah. Uh, they had the the attire, they had the hair, they had uh, the persona, uh, they had the attitude. Yep. Of, well, we look like this, but we'll go out and we'll beat you up, mm-hmm. and we'll take your girlfriend too. Yeah. Type of mentality. Mm-hmm. Uh, obviously, Nikki Six was big on drugs. They, yeah. Yeah. The he old, had a he had a little bit of the disease. What is it? The, Going in the jazz thing. So, uh, and then uh, Mick Mars, poor guy, was struggling through his uh, disease. Not nothing drug related, but he had a bone disease. Yeah, yeah. Which really. You can see how it affected him. Yeah, it affected him really bad. But still a great guitarist, man. So a great guitarist. They put on a lot of good songs, man. You know what? What what really, really got to me. Sorry, I'm trying to mess with this old smoky moonshine. Uh, what really surprised me was the uh, the amount of fucking noise they can make. Yeah. With them, it's just them. You know, they don't have they don't have two guitars. It's just them. It's one bass player, but it still sounds fucking chunky and it's so heavy. Yeah. You know, what I mean, Tommy Lee's not the best drummer, but he's fucking still great. You know, in terms of making all that noise and and getting the sound that they need to get. Yeah. Vince fucking outstanding. Dude. Yeah. His, his vocal. Range at the time was excuse me was really well, and let me just put this like the song Live Wire, yes, just uh, and that's one of their early songs, right? Fast, heavy, yeah. and they added like the the high pitched vocals in there, yeah, yeah, and I'm just like, yo, is this a hair metal band, right? Or, you know, but Live Wire itself. Love just sets just sets it up. Yeah. And they have like songs like uh Too Young to Fall in Love. Much too young. Smoking in the Boys Room. Yeah, that's a great one. You know, uh Kickstart My Heart. Yeah. Oh, which we heard in the beginning. <laughs> so I, I made that uh intro. Yeah. We're talking. And I'm like, yeah, so uh with help from somebody we'll talk about later. Yes. But it was great. I was like, I heard it, and I was like, kickstart my heart, man. I got to have that fucking, that riff and that yeah. shit in there. That's going to be our intro. And so, they had hit after fucking hit. Home Sweet Home. Home Sweet Home. Right? Dr. Feel Good. They had, just, they had so many fucking good ones. Wild Side. Oh, Wild Side's my favorite, man. Yeah, Wild Bitter Side. Pill. Dude, yes. Yeah, they had so many fucking great songs. It was ridiculous, man. Like these guys were hit after hit after hit yeah. after hit, and they had and they had so many of them. You know, girls, 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 right? Of course, they had all these. You know, they had so many of them, and I think they're probably one of the most legendary. Obviously, everybody knows them. Everybody knows them. The kids know them. Everybody fucking knows who these guys are. Yeah, I don't think there's anybody who doesn't know who they are. The most recognizable band, I think, in the in this era is probably Motley Crue. Yeah, for sure, for sure. I think they're the most household name type 
you know. Yeah, you think the genre? Molly Crew. Mm-hmm. Molly Crew for, yeah, sure. for sure. Um but yeah, I feel like we just couldn't leave these guys out. They they were just um they just made it. Like they just made what they had to do and they uh and they did it well. <laughs> yeah. They did it like super well. Like they just they got like MVPs. Oh yeah. All around. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I believe it. I believe it. I mean, one of the things is to me is like, and they, the thing is, they live the life. <laughs> if you want, if you want to, if you want to go down that route, it's yeah. They lived the life. Yeah, they did. They with uh, sex. Yeah. Obviously, Tommy Lee made a sex tape with mm-hmm. with Pamela Anderson. Yeah. Was a total. Baby. Well, no, he didn't make it. The, his dong made it. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. He he, he wasn't he, even in it. No, he, he didn't even press fucking record. You know so I mean? if you put it, if you want the unedited version, mm-hmm. you have to put like three tapes together yeah. in order to get Tommy Lee back in there. Yeah, there you go. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, so that's <laughs> what it was. <laughs> so uh, Tommy Lee, yeah, and then uh, I oh uh, Vince Neil also made a sex tape with yeah. uh, another porn star Janine Lindemulder. Oh, that's right. Who's probably the Blink One Eighty Two for all you later. Oh, the girl. Yeah, for you later, uh, pop punk, Dude, late nineties, yeah. early two thousands. Jenny Lindemold is a nurse mm. on the Blink One Eighty Two. Okay, okay, okay. He made a, a sex tape with her too. Um, Nikki Six, which, which obviously was the the drug guy. Yeah, he had the most demons, man. Yeah, he he, he dealt with demons. a lot. He dealt with all the drinking and the heroin and stuff like that. Yeah. Uh, Mick Mars, I guess, was the more stable person. Yeah. But I feel because of the fact that he couldn't really, he really couldn't do yeah. a whole lot because of his disease. Yeah. But I know yeah. he drank and yeah, he's, sure. still, he's yeah. still partied. Yeah, he still partied all that stuff. But I don't think. Um, but even then, he was still the most, the most docile. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, and then you have the most infamous stories of, uh, him, them, and Ozzy Osbourne doing the whole pee and snorting ants yes. thing. Yeah. Uh, Vince Neil in the accident, the uh, Razzle Hanoi Rocks. Yeah. Who? Oh, that's right. Yeah. Who is also a hair metal band? Less, Hanoi Rocks, less, yes. Lesser known. Correct. Band. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, you know, I feel like they just lived through everything. They lived through everything. Like they experienced everything. Yeah. If you want to put a name to hair metal. Mm-hmm. It's Molly Crew. Yeah, absolutely. I, I still fucking love Right now, <clears throat> looking at each person the way they are, I don't know if there's anybody other than Mick Mars. You know, they 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 came out of it. They yeah. seem okay, man. They seem okay. Yeah. Mick Mars seems to be the most fucked, obviously, because his own, you know, his, his medical... Like his health issues. It's, it's, it's health issues. It's not... It's, it's it's nothing that he did upon himself. No, it wasn't because of the drugs, alcohol, whatever the fuck. You know, Nikki came out and he's doing six a.m. or is it, what is it called? Six a.m. You know, he's doing that. He was with uh, what's her name, uh, Kat Von D. I don't think he's for a while anymore. Uh, I know they're doing is it L, uh, Las Vegas? Las Vegas. Are they still doing that? I'm not sure. They have their residency there. Remember? Do they? You know. I think they did, yeah. but I don't know if they're still doing that. Yeah. Not sure either. However, I got to go pee, so I'll be right back. And we're back. 
It was quick. We just did a little quick piss, you know what I mean? Whatever. Anyway, so... Just want to reach out to everybody and say we're just joking. Uh, we uh, hear... Uh, we say a lot of jokes and we joke a lot. We joke around with wieners and stuff like that and whatnot, <laughs> you know. And I thought it was just funny because of Tommy Lee and you know Sebastian Bach and Philip and whatnot. That shit's fucking hilarious to us. Uh, but you know, at least we're not talking about boobies and we're not trying to be disrespectful and we're not trying to be uh, demeaning to anything. But I think we should move on to our next band person. Yes. Band person. What do you want to call it? Uh, we're, I, we'll, we'll put it both, both in hand, you know, uh, this friend is, a uh, Nitro. Mm. And how is that? Yeah. I can't, I can't, yeah. No. So, the thing about this. You guys heard the intro earlier. Yes. There. And this is, a. Uh, Mainly Nitro. Nitro has is really one of the lesser known hair metal bands. They came really late in the eighties. Yeah. Uh, Super ultra heavy, I think. Yeah, yeah. But if you look at if if you look at their videos and look at their pictures, Jim Gillette's hair is just like wild, mm-hmm. super wild, blonde haired guy from I don't know where they're from. Are they from California? Could be. I don't know. Them, I'm not sure. Yeah, I'll tell you what. Um, I think he might have had a cue from, man, what was it? We take it to 11. What was it? Uh, what was that movie? Uh, Spinal Tap? Spinal Tap. Yeah. Because he might have put a sock in his pants. Yeah. Yeah, I, I think so. Mm-hmm. If you guys look at his vocal video? lesson videos, mm-hmm. you'll, you'll know, you'll know what we're talking about. Yeah. Uh, which, uh, the reason why I say is that, uh. It has to be a sock. Is uh, I don't know about you, but my wiener moves. It moves around. It doesn't stay still in one place. It doesn't matter what you want to do with it. It's not going to stay in one place, sir. And you see that video, and it's just there. And it's just like... It's just there. It's just there. Like, it's yeah. just there. Just, yeah. it's, come it's, on, man. It's looking at you like a dog when you're eating dinner at the dinner table. You know what I mean? It's just looking at you. You know what I mean? So you gotta, yeah, yeah. Overall, Nitro is a great band. Jim's a fucking incredible vocalist. So it's said. So it is said <laughs> that before any show, in order for him to warm up, he would um, do high pitch vocals until he cracked a wine uh, a wine glass. I I don't know if it's true or not, but that's what it said. So the mythos behind Nitro is this. Yes. But if you li- if you listen to him himself, super high-pitched. Yeah. Super high-pitched. Yeah. Even live. Even live. Yeah. Like, watch his videos. Watch mm-hmm. the live videos. And his vocals are like, holy shit. He's hitting high levels right now. Yeah. And I guess according to everything is that... He's the, he has like opera lessons yes. and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. That's why he created these uh, vocal tutorials yeah. on how to sing. You know, I like the the reasoning behind a lot of the things that he says too. Yeah. Like when it's like, drink tea. Drink uh, honey with tea. Make sure it's warm. So that your 
your throat, your vocal cords, they expand versus constrict. Like when you're drinking cold water. Correct. Correct. Cold. Cold beer, maybe. Cold something. Your vocals will constrict versus anything warm or just maybe just lukewarm water. Room temperature water, you're fine. Uh, but he would give reasons why as to why you should do this and this and that. Uh, and the... You know, yeah. like when he's like doing that whole fucking the, thing. Yeah, he's all laughing and shit like that. And then he's like, this is going to sound... I'm going to look yeah, stupid. Yeah. And then he even does, like in this video, he's just like, all right, now do it now. And he's like, aha, now yeah. you look dumb too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like he, he'll toss it out there yeah. and... Um, While well, the the ball is just staring right at you. At yeah, yeah, yeah. So you're kind of trying to figure out mm-hmm. what to look at. Yes. Um, but I, the reasoning behind everything he says is like pretty legit. No, yeah, yeah. It's it's definitely. I mean, especially the the tea and all that shit, and how it warms up and what it does, how it loosens everything up. You know, yeah. I mean, it's great. It's great. You know? And uh, I mean, for him to hit high pitched vocals the way he does, I mean, why not take lessons from this guy? Uh, yeah, it, exactly. Why not, man? And he has his... The videos are on YouTube. I'm sure you can find yeah, them. Yeah, for like sure. Jim Gillette yeah. vocal tutorials. Mm-hmm. And there's tons of videos of people trying to do the... Deal. Yeah. And... Uh, ain't gonna happen, sister. Ain't gonna happen. You gotta mm-hmm. take those vocal tutorials first yeah. before you can do that. Yeah. But if anyone wants to do it, like, by all means. So, this is another thing. We would like for you to send us some of your submissions, if you got them. Send them if you got them. Of you doing that fucking badass high that he did at the beginning of the song, of the intro we did today. If you can do it, man, send it in, man. I want to fucking hear it. We want to fucking hear it. Because that's badass. (laughs) If you could do that, fucking send it in, man. So, um, you can send it to... That metal podcast one at gmail.com, or you can certainly find me on Instagram at that underscore metal underscore podcast. That underscore metal underscore podcast. Um, that metal podcast. So if you can find us, you know, send it in, man. You went on Facebook, the same thing. Because that'd be really cool. <laughs> yeah, it'd be really cool to see it. It'd be yeah. really cool to see anyone really cool. just trying to do that. Yeah. And hopefully, you know, if, hopefully, you know, somebody will be the best of the best, Jerry. It's the best, Jerry. It's the best. So we'll see. We'll find out. You can tell how old I am by <laughs> fucking talking about Seinfeld. Seinfeld and, jokes yeah. over here. Well, I tell you what, pour some sugar on me, baby. Because we're talking about Def Leppard now. So, they could be definitely right there next to Motley Crue. uh, In terms of one of the most famous hair metal bands of all time. Which, I think, it it saddens me when I hear them. Because they were en route to be one of the biggest traditional heavy metal bands of all time. Because when they were doing... I believe it was the High and Dry album, their first one of the first one of the first albums. They were more on terms of the new wave. Uh, what is it called? Uh, the new wave of British heavy metal. Yeah, they were on 
they were on that way. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. They were supposed to be on that way. They were supposed to go in that route. I don't know what happened, man. I don't know what happened. Doesn't matter. They did. They did what they did. It's their own destiny, you know. They 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 went a different route. Uh, however, wasted is probably my favorite song from Def Leppard. Is it? Yeah. Wasted. You know that's that's. Easily one of my favorite songs yeah, from, yeah, yeah. From, from them. Um, but yeah, they, I mean, dude, they have another fucking... They have a plethora. They hit the mother load, man. A yeah. plethora. Yeah, dude. And that's... They, they can compete. Let them <laughs> compete. It's like, uh, uh, yeah. what's a plethora? Right. It's in uh, Three Amigos. Yeah. Oh, dude. Oh, it's been a fucking minute, dude. <laughs> yeah. uh, guapo. It's yeah. like... Hey, what's a plethora? It's just like <laughs> what? <laughs> but uh, hold on, before you continue, there's a very uh, heaviness for many El Pasoans to not like Def Leppard, especially because in the early '90s, the late '80s, there was a situation or something that happened. They said something. Uh, about El Paso. So what I know what they said about El Paso, and I'm not sure if you're talking about the same thing, but this is what I know, is that they said something that there's a lot of wetbacks here. Correct. They said today that there's a lot of wetbacks here in El Paso, and they didn't like. And here we, we didn't like that. Right. So they were kind of like. A lot of El Pasoans were like, "Fuck that leopard for saying that." Yeah, it was almost like a metal. It was like it was almost like a fucking stabbiness to the heart, dude. Because yeah, a lot of people fucking love the mirror, man. They fucking yeah. were big fans because they had played concerts here, mm-hmm. and then for them to say that it was just like, "Fuck you, you guys are done." Mm-hmm. And then they didn't play here for a few years. They didn't mm-hmm. play here for a few years until maybe I want to say they came back what. 2004 I think so maybe and I think that's the last time they played here yeah I think that's the last time they played here was in like 2004 and uh, the funny thing about that is that I have one of the one of the I have a shirt from that show really yeah 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 it's all it's all it's torn up now but I have a show I have a shirt from that which is which is cool yeah but um yeah well, to to kind of okay. There's people who still listen to Burzum, and they don't like Vark Vikernes. Yeah, for his ideals. His ideals, he's an idiot. But they like his music. They feel like he was very on the money when it came to black metal. Uh, I don't think they're too far wrong. His music. Is it, it's it's okay it's okay, uh, it's very to me elementary because of the way he does it. It's a uh, kindergarten, I guess you could say. Yeah. But uh, people like him anyways, right? Mm-hmm. And I think he's a dumbass and he's a piece of shit personally. You know what I mean? Him himself, right? So, but you can separate the two and still listen to the two, right? Yeah. I know there's not a lot of people that can do that. There's not a lot of people 
who can find it in themselves to really be able to listen to a band and and still listen to them even though the individual might have said something or done something uh irrehensible you know what's the word irrehensible <laughs> Irre- i forgot what the word is i don't know i'm at a loss for words right now too. yeah but um you know, it's it's irreversible. <laughs> I, don't I don't know. I don't think it's that, but you know, it's it, it's one of the things when when you're looking at a person and an artist, um, and they're, you know, they have their ideals, and but they have good music, or whatever. And there's people who could just completely take them apart and be like, okay, I'm only yeah. listening to the music. I'm not listening. You know, I could take it apart. You know, I think there was some of that with this. You know, with with. With Def Leppard, for sure, I think with me, yeah, and maybe many old Passowins. Now the thing, the thing about Def Leppard is that they came out and they apologized for what they said, mm-hmm. which I think also for a lot of people here in El Paso, we're like, okay, like you guys came out and apologized for what you guys said, like you guys are cool. Uh, but yeah, yeah, like I agree with what you're saying. It's just like there's some people that can separate the music. Mm-hmm. From what their personal reasons are, like, um, like what you were saying, Vark Vickerns, mm-hmm. he has his own ideals and stuff like that. That I don't, I don't agree with them, but I could still listen to Burzum, right? Because it's what he was just putting onto music. He doesn't yeah. really say much in his albums or anything like that. He just puts music together. Um, you could say Michael Jackson. Mm-hmm. Michael Jackson. This is that's a that's a huge one. Yeah. That that's a big one. That's a really big one for a lot of what he did, mm-hmm. and a lot of what he's accused for. Right. And a lot of people are like, "Well, fuck Michael Jackson." Right. But initially, if you listen to the music, the music is great. What he did. On his personal stuff is right. super shitty. I know. I don't agree with that. Like I'm like totally against it. Yeah. But if Beat It comes on, like Beat It's a great song. It's got some Eddie on the Eddie Van Halen. Eddie Van Halen. Yeah. Rest in peace, Eddie Van Halen. Yeah. But you know, it's a great song. Yeah. Or a thriller for Halloween. Mm. Like Thriller's a great song. Yeah. That doesn't mean that I agree with what what he did that's not that doesn't mean that i'm supporting that of, of whatever he was accused of right yeah yeah that doesn't mean that i'm supporting that right um it's just like hey like they're great songs i'm yeah. it's like sometimes his cancel culture can yeah. go a little too far at times i agree i agree i agree um, because it, it i think at one point that she can roll and roll yeah and it, and it roll. because then and then then guess what we're not listening to 80s glam we're not watching '80s movies anymore. We're not. We're not watching '70s movies. We're not watching even. To, we're, truthfully, we're not even watching '90s movies because of of a lot of the way things were still different at that time. You know what I mean? Um, yeah, like if I watch a certain movie, or if I listen to a certain band, or if I li- or something. Um, for example, like this past time when we were watching, uh, what's it called? Uh, not we were wa- watching, but we talked about like horror movies and mm-hmm. stuff. And Street Trash, for example, mm-hmm. uh, they like uh, this guy like is basically has like a woman slave, and it's just like 
yeah. basically does what he wants with her right. and stuff. But initially, it's a movie. But if I'm watching this movie, doesn't mean that I agree with that. And then when it comes down to the sort of like exactly. culture, they tell me, oh, well, you can't watch that movie because this happened. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. So just because I listen to, let's say, uh, Michael Jackson or with Def Leppard, mm-hmm. it's like, oh, you listen to Def Leppard, they called the uh, they called the Passoans uh, wetbacks. It's like, well, I mean, yeah, but I don't agree with it, but I. Did their music? It's not, I don't support what they're saying. It's, there's a lot of things that yeah, come yeah. to play here. Oh, for sure. I mean, look, yeah. even the same thing has been said about watching Friends or Seinfeld, for example. All these different things. You know what I mean? Like um, Kramer, I think, had a deal where he called someone out in the live. He sure did. I mean, he had a fucking. I mean, he's a dumbass. He should have never said that. Yeah. He should have. That should never even have happened. You know? Yeah. But I mean, that that whole incident happened. But the thing with 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 um you know with tv shows and stuff like that right it's like well man let me have something dude let me have something yeah you know something that that have that i have that connective tissue too that i that i really have sincere thoughts of that makes me happy and that you know i mean gives me these happy thoughts and feelings let me fucking have that dude yeah let me just have that you know what i mean and a lot of times that comes with music and that comes with different things like that. And I think we need to really, I think, just just be like that. Because I know that's going to be cancel culture, cancel this, cancel that, whatever. You know what? That's fine. Whatever. You know, you guys have that. Do your thing over there. But over here, I'm going to still listen to this. Or yeah. I'm still going to watch this movie. Or I'm still going to watch yeah. this show. You know what I mean? It doesn't matter, right? Like, we we understand, I understand mm-hmm. that we don't support these ideals. Mm-hmm. We don't support any of that. Um, we're not about that. Yeah, exactly. What we're yeah. supporting is the artistry mm-hmm. and stuff. Now, for example, maybe someone like R. Kelly. If oh, he, that's... I take it to the extreme. That right there, because he put all that in his songs, and I'm just like, nah, like, I don't vibe with that. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, you know... I guess sometimes it goes, I guess you could call and just say like, oh, well, you can't cancel him out if I'm not canceling this person out. Right. But, you know, after what I was seeing based on him, you could see how he put it in all his songs. And it's just like, yo, like, that's not cool. That's messed up. Right. And then from there, like, now I feel like when I'm listening to his music, all, everything that he's saying is about. All of this, yeah, because he put it in his songs. Yeah, so he it's put like it in his songs. That's disturbing. Yeah, so you can't tell me that Thriller is about Michael Jackson and and uh, fucking zombies and shit. Yeah, like or something like that that you're not right. You can't tell me that. Right. But you know, whatever. I just want to put it out there. We don't support any of that. I don't support any of that. We just listen to the music and we yeah. put it to the art and stuff like that. Yeah, I think what, what happens, but I mean, it's the thing is that we're, I don't know, El Paso's a very weird, very special city. I think it's yeah, really yeah. weird. Def Leppard, definitely one of the greatest of all. Uh, I yeah. definitely agree. They have so many fucking good singles, so many fucking good uh, songs and, um, Breaking on the heartbreak, yeah. oh breaking on the heartbreak. Yeah. Dude, I mean, it. you could actually have 
a greatest hits album from them. And it would be like a lot of their hits. And that would just be it. It would just be yeah. like all their hits. And that would be great. Because you don't... Because I listen to a lot of their songs and everything. And a lot of their fucking... Their older stuff especially. And don't worry. You know, they have a lot of good songs. But man, the greatest hits. Dude, it covers... All the hits. It covers the hits. <laughs> yeah, like all the songs you want. Yeah. From... Okay. From from Def Leppard for sure, man. It covers yeah, all the good ones. Pyromania, to hysteria, yes. and everything. Excuse me, it covers all the good ones, man. So I fucking love that. So one. Def Leppard for sure is one Def of the heavyweight one. bands yeah. on there. We're gonna come across a couple who may not be, who may be. Uh, Poison. Poison. Yeah, Poison is a uh, Brent Michaels, CC Deville, mm-hmm. Ricky Rocket, mm-hmm. and uh, who's the who's the bassist? I have no idea. I forget his name. I always forget. It's no one even knows. Oh uh, no, he has a really recognizable name. It's gonna mess up my head, but for sure, CC <laughs> Deville, Brent Michaels, Ricky Rocket on on drums. Yeah, and then um, damn, who is it? I don't know. I'm looking on the old Google's right here. I know as soon as you say his name, I'm going to be like, oh, yeah. Let's see. Let's hear it. So, Brett Michaels, Ricky Rocket, is it Bobby Doll? Bobby Doll. And CC. Bobby Doll. It's like, hit it, CC. It's like, yeah. Yeah. They they had great hits. Um, they they're another band that had a, a ton of a ton of hits as being a hair metal. Band. Oh, they sure did. Yeah, I know. I know they're one of the. They're also one of the tough ones. Yeah, they're definitely. Also one of the they tough had, dogs. You know? They had the hair. They had the the attire. Mm-hmm. They had mm-hmm. the uh, all the glam stuff. The makeup, yeah. the makeup that you would be like, yo, like are these guys? Are they actually guys right now? Yeah, who's this? Yeah, yeah. you know, complain. And they had songs like Talk Dirty to Me, I'm Skinny Bop Bop. Oh, yeah. They had, uh, the, of course, the Power Ballad, Every Rose Has Its Thorn. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, what's that other song? Uh, well, we said Talk Dirty to Me. You gave me something to believe in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah you know. <laughs> that one, you know, uh, Brent Michaels, of course, uh, was the one that came out of that band, More of the Star. Yeah. He did. He had his solo stuff, and then um, yeah. So for sure, I mean, him and his uh, diabetes. <laughs> All the diabetes, diabetes. For him. Yeah, yeah. The Rock of Love is that what he had. The Rock of Love, dude. Yeah, yeah like two of those. <laughs> two of those. Rock of Love. See, way in your diabetes, but you're fucking todavía. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, he he hooked up with Pamela Anderson before Tommy Lee, so he hit it first. That's right. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. So uh, Poison is definitely, if you want to go into like really hair metal, mm-hmm. like glam metal, Poison's the way to go for sure. Yeah, it's the uh, prototypical, man. Yeah. You want to put a prototype, prototype to it? Yeah. It's definitely it's, Poison. It's Poison, man. Poison. You know, they had um, Richie Cotton, man. Richie Cotton on guitars from 91 to 93. Um, I don't know, man. It's one of the also, for me, is one of the bigger bands. One of the more well-known yeah, ones. Yeah, one of the well... 
well, 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 well known bands out there. You know, I feel like um, we may be doing an injustice to another band because a lot of people know Poison, you know? Yeah. And a lot of people fucking know Bon Jovi, too. Ah, of course, man. Bon Jovi. And fucking... You can't leave Bon Jovi out of this. No, no. Of course not. John Bon Jovi himself and then... uh, Shit. East Side, motherfucker. I know, man. Shit. Oh, what is it? Living on a Prayer. You know... um, Bad Medicine. Bad Medicine and... That's the one with the uh, runaway, you know. Which which is the one? Uh, Sam Kinison. Is that the Bad Medicine one? There's an intro with Sam Kinison in a video. Oh, shit, the video? I don't remember, man. Damn, I want to see it's Bad Medicine. I want to see it's Bad Medicine. He comes out at the intro. I I am reminded. I remember, right? One of my friends told me, and I think it was Luis. So shout out to Luis again, to you, buddy. Uh, I think he or Ivan asked me one day. We're hanging out, probably playing Madden or some shit. And they asked me, or one of them asked me, if you were a wrestler, what would your theme song be? Yeah. Right? And I remember... um, I don't know what I gave during that time. But for many years, that question stuck in my mind, you know? And yeah. I remember thinking, it, it just became clear to me one day. And I was like, bad medicine. Bon Jovi. Dun, 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 dun. You know, like the song. <laughs> Your love is like bad medicine. Yeah, 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 yeah. Right? And you're like, oh, I'm like thinking, oh, fuck. That would be my song. That would be my song. You know what I mean? I'd be a fucking rogue doctor, <laughs> you know, and, and I would just be like giving them the painkiller, you know, like just like giving all these fucking things, you know. And So why wouldn't you come out to painkiller, man? Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> I know, right? You just gave it away right there? I know, that's why. Because I gave them the morphine. That's why. <laughs> yeah. The one, two morphine. There it is. It's just one of those fucking, for me, I fucking loved it. But anyways, I fucking love, I think Bon Jovi more than uh, a lot of people give them credit for. Yeah, yeah, for, yeah, you know? yeah. They're fucking great, man. They're one of the what? more outstanding bands out there. Yeah, and the thing is, is that they had their, their hair metal stuff, but uh, sometimes you could put in them in like just regular like hard rock 80s stuff. Yeah, um, like that one I did or alive. What's it? Could that be a? Could it be a ballad? You know. Ooh, I don't know about that. It could be a ballad, right? Could we put that in that? I don't know. I mean, it's a great song, but I don't know if I'd put that in there. As a ballad? Yeah, yeah. What's that one song that that that? I'd be here for you, or I'd be there for you. Ah, oh, shit. Ah. I'd be there for you. What's it called? Man, I got. I tell you, I, I, I feel like 
Why Are Dead or Alive is definitely a ballad, dude. Young Guns, bro. Oh, it's called I'll Be There for You, man. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's a great song. But, I mean, dude. I'm talking about Young Guns, right? Yeah, yeah, for sure. I, I don't know, man. It, it, Bon Jovi definitely is definitely a, one of the, the top bands yeah. on there. One of the ones that we left out. Might not have had the makeup, but they had the fucking hair. That's yeah, for sure. they had the hair. Yeah, for, sure. for sure. Um, is it, uh, is it Richie Sambora? Mm-hmm. Dated well, Miss, the Jersey Boys, right? Yeah, dated Miss Heather Locklear. Yeah. And I know they had that video for, was it Wanted Dead or Alive? Or which, they had a video where he plays out in like a, like a cliff. And I know Slash, when they played, uh, they made the video for November Rain, he wanted to top <laughs> his, his, uh, his video. yeah, his uh, <laughs> solo part. So that's when he comes out of the church and he plays out like, oh, out in the open in like yeah. the desert. With like, the fucking helicopter over Yeah, it. yeah, yeah. Shut up, Slash. It's like, all right, cool, man. It's your mama. Yeah. <laughs> So, uh, you want to get on to this next one that we have? All right. Okay. So, this will be our last one. Yeah. And I think it's funny because there's a lot of, um, there's a lot of bands who kind of had this, um, what would you want to call it? Like, uh, situation. Yeah. They had this, uh thing happen right because you had the scorpions scorpions so we're talking about the scorpions now they were out since like 68 69 70 or some shit like that they've been out they've been doing albums right in trance they've been doing so many albums but then early 80s came out what was it 80 trying to think is it 83 or some shit like that um let me find the exact year. But they, they did a fucking hair metal album. Excuse me. So what's up with that? Right? They came up with a fucking hair, a hair metal album during the 80s. Let me go exactly. So we're looking at Love at First Sting. Blackout, maybe not entirely. Yeah. Blackouts, maybe like when they're starting to, you know. Savage Amusement, they're certainly in there. Mm-hmm. But love it first thing, man. Love it first thing. So the Scorpions were in the middle of it. And you cannot fucking say no. Nope. You can't fucking say no. Rock you like a hurricane. Big City Nights, Still Loving You. There's no fucking way you can say no. Yeah, no. There's no fucking way. I'm sorry, man. Even if you're a hardcore fan. There's no fucking way you can say no. Savage Amusement, 88, comes out. Rhythm of Love. I mean, there's just, again... Which I think probably... Hold on, let me look back at Blackout. Hold on, hold on. 
No one like you? Get out of here. Dude, like, in itself, like... Get out of here. No one like you. And then, uh, Rhythm of Love, you mentioned it. It's like, come on, man. Like, that... That's a great song. It's and great, you great, could yeah. definitely put that in there when it comes down to, like, 80s glam. Yeah. I know I questioned it earlier. Is a, a Scorpions... Could you put them in this genre? And I feel like you can put them in the genre. I mean, maybe you could have put the hair out there because, uh, I mean, some of them didn't even have hair. Right. <laughs> Close. Yeah, you know. Mm. Um, but definitely the feel of the music was there. The way they uh, put themselves out there was there. The songs, like, um, I'm Still Loving You. Oh, yeah. Come on. What 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 is to me and uh, again this means no disrespect to any hardcore Scorpion fans. And I mean hardcore Scorpion fans. Yeah. I'm not, I'm not talking about the ones who like listen to this and here and there. I'm talking about hardcore. Hardcore Scorpion fans. I don't mean any disrespect to you or anybody like that, right? But when you really look at it, they had the majority of their albums came out the majority came out in the 70s but their biggest hits were in the 80s yeah they really were they really were in the 80s man they had and they continued to write music up until now mm-hmm. you know what i mean they continue to write music up until now so it's not that there's the, the defunct and they're not doing music anymore there still are but when they were fucking huge and they fucking got huge huge to where like it was worldwide and like no mames that was fucking great you know, even for these guys, it was during the 80s. Yeah. And those were the songs. Those were the albums that really fucking hit them and, and really made them hit big. Yeah, definitely. You know? Especially Winds of Change. Oh, yeah. The sure. Berlin Wall. Yeah. Theme. Yeah, that was that was important, man. That was yeah. Sure. They use it for the Berlin yeah. Wall. Yeah, yeah, for and sure. Yeah. That really... And they're from Germany. I mean, they're German. Yeah, they're I mean, German why not? Songs, you know? Why not? Yeah. I mean, yeah. that's that's... That's got to be very fucking heartfelt and special, dude. Yeah, for yeah. them. Like, you know, yeah, it's just like, sure. damn, like our song was used for yeah. for this this time. Yeah, exactly. For... And, uh, yeah, I'll, I'll definitely, like, just you put uh, Scorpions in there when it comes down to this sort of metal genre. Mm-hmm. Um, because if you listen to it, you can really listen, put, you could really put uh, Rocky Like a Hurricane next yeah. to uh, Come On, Feel the Noise. Yeah. You know, you could put yeah, exactly. the same playlist. You can, you can. You know? Yeah, yeah. So, uh, or uh, we're not going to take it. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. this was, it was also part of like the, yeah, the list. Yeah, the man. list yeah, of those were there. types of songs, those anthem songs. Exactly. They're anthem songs. Yeah, you definitely put it in there. Yeah. And Scorpions they were is definitely all a part the, of the that. Scorpions were part of it and they were fucking there. Yeah. We started to make fun of you know, people want to make fun of glam and they want to make fun of all that shit. And like, oh well, yeah, well, Celtic Frost was Cold Lake was part of this whole fucking thing. <laughs> yeah, know? they were in there so too. So we want to make fun of of uh, glam and all that shit. Yeah. Which is it, not a bad album, by the way. Right. It's it is what it is, man. It's it's a time of period. Things were different. A little bit more cheerful, I would say. Uh. 
but you know what? I don't know. I I I think I I would love to relive that period. Um, it just seems like it'd be a fucking just fun time. Be a great I mean? time. Yeah, a great time. So definitely, Scorpions was the last band for us. If you guys have other bands, certainly we did not get a chance to explain or give, you know, to recognize. Tons of other bands because they're definitely one hit wonders. Uh, these are some of our favorites. They're not gonna be maybe some everyone's. So if you have some, you know, email us. Fucking give it to us, man. Tell us what do we miss? Who do we miss? Uh, were there any obscure fucking bands from Brazil that we fucking didn't mention? Were there some bands from? Uh, some fucking island in the Pacific that we didn't know of, that we failed, you know. Uh, was it uh, maybe a band called Fozzy, you know, that we forgot about? But let us know. Let us know. Anyways, next time uh, we're going to do, uh, probably you and I are going to do a PlayStation 1 uh, N64. Yep. Nintendo 64 PS1. Uh, episode that should be fucking tons of fun, by the way. Yeah, a uh, lot we could talk about. On yeah, that. and the next one that I'm gonna do personally is gonna be the traditional Doom that I've been talking about forever. That one for sure is gonna happen, and you guys are gonna fucking love it. Anyways, stick around. Thank you for having us. I'm Wolfman Dave. I'm Diego. Guys, buy the ticket. Take the fucking ride.